Hello there. This is Michelle, host of Unknown Regions podcast with just a note to express our deep sadness at the passing of Mr. Jeremy Bullock this week. He, of course, the actor who in the original trilogy played one of our all-time favorite characters, Boba Fett. He was a true gentleman and a fan favorite, giving much of his time and energy to the Star Wars fandom over the years. And honestly, how serendipitous that the announcement of the continuing tale of Boba Fett should come on nearly the same day as his passing. As the Mandos would say, not gone, merely marching far away. Thank you, Mr. Bullock. May the force be with you always. Hello there, and welcome to episode 30 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me is your other host, my son, Colin. What's good? <laughs> episode 30. Yeah, That no. was a little surprising when I was like, wait, yeah, which one is this? Number. Um, so episode 30 is all That's about crazy. episode 8 yeah. of... Season two. Chapter 16. I'm going to miss the confusion of this. You've never missed it. You always say like it's confusing, but you've never missed it. No, I mean, I'm going to miss it. Like, it's funny to me that it's it's episode eight of season two, chapter 16. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Mandalorian colon the rescue. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Longest title. And I never. It It took me a very long time to figure out how to even say it put it in our podcast notes like how oh. to describe the episode like what do i do do i go by chapter do i go by episode do i go by title so many choices all right the rescue yeah that was one of the titles you guessed yeah. that it would be and you're like nah <laughs> well it is kind of a dumb title i don't really like it it's too on the nose especially yeah. after the last couple well a few of them have been interesting but this one was I mean, just what like, were they gonna call it though i don't know that's why i was like it's not gonna be something that boring but guess what it was yeah yeah um and i just want to bring up how funny the thumbnail was for this episode like when we oh, first yeah. opened it up and it was yeah. it was that it um funny. uh death star droid mm-hmm. dude or now i think of him as ap5 because right, i love yeah. ap5 but mm-hmm. we were like oh my god he's the star of the show <laughs> Yeah, so it's only like two seconds where he's in the frame. But just to note, because I, you know, look up weird things when researching things for this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, that droid was played by a oh. gentleman named Chris Bartlett. Oh. Who ha- who also played Zero last season, who was also the fairy droid last season. Oh, wow. And you know how whenever... R2 and 3PO pop up on weird places like, say, Lego Masters last season. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, my God, is that Anthony Daniels? I'm like, there's no friggin' chance that's Anthony yeah, Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it him? It's this guy. Okay, cool. So he's like... Chris Bartlett. Yeah, okay. Droid. Making a name droid for himself, I guess. Extraordinaire. Apparently, he's yeah. their go-to now. 
I'm surprised they don't use, like, I guess his voice is too iconic, but that they don't use guy who plays K2SO. I always forget his name. What's oh, his name? Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Yeah, his voice is... I guess it wouldn't work. So recognizable. Yeah, I guess. But he, yeah, he, this guy does a very good job being a droid. He it looks really good. Really? Oh, and he, I think he played the teacher in the in the school oh, wow. also. He's busy, bro. Like, anytime there's a droid in The Mandalorian, it's pretty much this guy. That's dope. Yeah. So, just, that's that's going to be a bit of trivia that wins us a trivia contest someday. Knowing right, yeah, totally. that guy's name, Chris Bartlett. Remember it. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Also, by the way, I don't know if you wrote this in your notes, but I do want to be, I mean, are you going to shout out the... Um, the the fund yes. do you want to yes i do want to okay do that and then also yeah okay do that first do that find, first i gotta find i always oh, butcher oh no where is it oh no there's so many we really need to get rid of all these man i know i have packets upon packets yeah upon packets. i mean we should have a folder really here it is um once again this week if you can donate to the transgenderlawcenter.org that would be amazing. Uh, we have been donating to them all season, this Mandalorian season, for reasons. Yeah. Um, but once again, transgender rights are human rights. Yeah. And that's all she wrote about that. All right. If you can't donate, at least like share their um, on the Twitter or whatever, or whatever, Instagram. Yeah, share the link. Transgenderlawcenter.org. So it's like a law center? What does that mean? Like, it's like an actual, like... They help fund, um, like, transgender rights lawsuits and things oh, like oh, that. Oh, oh, Okay, for sure. Because, you okay. know, a lot of people can't afford it's crazy, legal, legal dealing. The fact it's... that that needs to exist is <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's <laughs> Honestly, man, it's thing. crazy. Oh, no, where's my bingo sheet? Uh, I gave it to you, I believe. Oh, no, I lost it already. Oh, there it is. Is that it? This is mine. Oh, that's yours. Oh, but also, I was looking over here because you also have packets over here, and this is from the Bendu episode. Drat. This is how oh, long it is, ago. Here it is, here it is. Okay, this I got is it. This is from the Bendu episode. Okay, okay, okay. Why don't you make me a binder? All right, so. Starts out. Immediately, I get a, a check on my bingo on my bingo sheet because same. I had Slave One Pew Pew same, on same. my bingo sheet. I had that as well. Literally the first second of the episode. <laughs> I don't know how to imitate that sound. It's so hard. Colin got everything he wanted this season, guys. Basically, man, I'm 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 done. Boba Fett, Slave One. First of all, we were just like, is the Slave One even still in existence? <laughs> yeah, man, I know. So then, Thanks. after you got your Slave One appearance, you're like, I gotta hear, I gotta hear a, a bomb, man. I gotta <laughs> yeah. hear, I gotta hear a bomb. And I'm like, I don't know, Colin. I don't yeah. know. And then yeah. you get that glorious moment. Okay. But I'm, then after that, you were like, oh. okay, I'm going for it. I want the pew-pew now. I need the pew-pew. I'm like, I don't know, Colin. Yeah. No, after the bomb, I'm like, we're definitely getting pew-pew if we got the Yeah, bomb. yeah. And the fact that, again. Calling I it a bomb, I forget, a seismic charge. Seismic charge. Yeah. The point, the matter of fact that the ship was not shooting when it was doing that rooftop escort, like, like extract scene. Mm-hmm. That told me that there was going to be shooting in this episode. Pew-pew, yeah. yeah. There was, there would be no way. Like, how, why would they do that otherwise? But anyway, uh, yeah. It's one so of the happened. best sounds in all of Star Wars. It is. The I mean, all one. that shit, man. All, the whole thing is just like a masterpiece, yeah. frankly. But I do need to say, I have in my notes, how is that ship at all aerodynamically advantageous? <laughs> it's I know. not. It's the dumbest design of a ship. 
<laughs> it, it's pretty bad. Like, but we know now that the turrets can like flip around though. I don't care. The fact that it that. flies like flat yeah, it looks, uh, against it, it, the air. Well, I guess there's no air resistance in space. Okay, I just answered my own question. See, well, um, I mean, in an in on a planet though. On a planet Not though, good. it's gonna suck <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, but props to the slave one. Pew pew. We got yeah. all our dreams came true. Indeed. Um. So yeah, it show it starts with the slave one in pursuit of an imperial shuttle. Yep. Which immediately, immediately brings to mind, in my mind anyway, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like, same. I should have known immediately yeah, probably what was coming in this episode yeah it was and kind of given to you on a silver platter a little bit well and plus we were kind of talking last night they plant return of the jedi seeds all throughout this episode they're very they're subtle but they're there yeah it's also like just in general a very last jedi thing to talk about how like last jedi to, or return of the jedi last jedi oh it's a last jedi thing to create this kind of, like, theme of, like, empathy towards the enemy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that was developed in Last Jedi a little bit. Or, what was it that developed that? What are that? you talking about? I'm that confused. theme of, like, I mean, you know that conversation they have in the cockpit? I'm skipping a little ahead, but, like, the idea of, like, empathizing with, like, the Empire and how, oh. like, people died. Like. Well, it's, it's, uh, from a certain point of view, that's it on, yeah, like, there it is. Yeah, but what started that is my question. Was it Last Jedi or no? Oh, um, the first time I ever heard anything about that was that video game. What game? With oh, I get them. I get the titles wrong with Adversio. Yes, I get the titles wrong all the time. Yeah, actually, you might be right about that. And then all of a sudden, that became a thing. Right. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm just talking about how they just. They were telling us the whole entire episode that Luke was going to show up. It was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just in denial and not paying attention. <laughs> I, yeah, I just didn't know. I was okay. watching. Um, how do they know where Pershing was? I don't know. I mean, are we just going to gloss over that? Well, we don't know how long it's been. We don't really know how long it's been. That's true. Just assume. And also, like, if they had that much time to give you an episode, like, you don't need to know that stuff. Like, how... They I mean, I would out. like to know, but oh. that's just me. Okay. I feel like they just skipped they over that. They cut off the fat, you know? I feel like there's a couple things. They just took big-time shortcuts in this episode mm. because they spent the last episode with a character that I don't... You gotta speak louder. ...care that much about. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> remember how I was like, I like a two-part finale? And this episode better be an hour long? Uh, yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah, true. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little bitter. Yeah, I'm I'll sad. be honest. Because they could have given us... I don't know, a two-part finale or something, or at least another 20 minutes to maybe somehow expositionally explain these little things, you know, that they know we're Star Wars fans. They know we're going to be sitting there like, uh, how did they find them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, literally I guess, how? I guess, I guess. Um, I'm sure we'll get a comic book that will explain it. Probably. Has there been a Mandalorian comic? Not that I can think of. I don't Why think is it so. taking so long for that to happen? Why is it taking Pandemic, so long for there to be a Mandalorian RPG? Is the biggest question. Well, 
it seems like you're getting your Mandalorian RPG in two other series on TV. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to play the game, though. Okay. I, I want to well, play that. We'll see how successful this whole Mandoverse is. Yeah, and I then guess. I'm sure if it's if it's real successful, all that stuff will follow. Bro, that'd be so sick. It's probably in development right now. Who are we kidding? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, so the scene on the shuttle, they, um, the slave one shocks the shuttle, basically shuts it down, and they, they get the cool shot of the slave one, like, mm-hmm. coming up over it. Yep. Like a shark. Oh, is that what that is? Oh, I don't know. I just, it was like, ooh, it's like... It looks very, ooh. like, sea, like, in the ocean. Yeah. Like, submarine, maybe, or... I don't, I don't know. know. It just, it, predatory, it looked, it yeah, felt predatory yeah. to me. Yeah. Um... But that's cool, like, prepare for board, prepare to be boarded or whatever he says. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> except oh. he never boarded. He's just kind of sitting up there, I guess, while the others well, do he's, the work. He doesn't seem to be willing to let anyone else fly that ship. Yeah, yeah, true. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Because look what happens to Han when he lets, or look what happens to Lando when he lets Han fly the ship. Oh, the true, Falcon. true. Um, so they have this discussion there's two pilots, and then Pershing is aboard, and, you know, they finally come out and say Pershing is a clone engineer. Yeah. I mean, obviously. So, you know, they they went out of their way to state the word clone mm-hmm. engineer, which still is, po- all signs point to... This is for Palps. This event- <laughs> this this Palps. research will eventually lead to the creation of Snoke. Right. Still feel really gross about Grogu's DNA being used for all of that. Yeah, yucky, tough. Yuckiness. Um, but at least they would, you know, it's like they're they're it's practically an, a neon sign now, like don't be confused anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is what they're doing with his blood. Um, but as you were saying, there's a tense moment. Like one pilot is like, I don't care, man. I'll tell you what you want to know. I don't care. And then the other pilot who is, you know, a, a uh, basically an imperial nationalist shoots him mm-hmm. and has a gun to Pershing's head. And he starts going off to Kara about how I saw Alderaan burn and mm-hmm. it was for the good of the the galaxy because a bunch of. You know, terrorists and blah, 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 blah. And um, millions of people died on those bases Mm -hmm. on the Death Star. And she even says which one. Yeah. Um, So I feel like. That that, seems good. mm, Yeah, it was. I liked it. It was a good scene. Um, And also, like, I feel like the last few episodes, including. The Jedi, the Believer, and this little scene mm-hmm. are leading to something. Mm. Like, leading to... Regardless, regardless of what my visceral reaction to Luke showing up was, uh-huh. I'm starting... It's a good thing that we took a couple days before we recorded this. Because yeah, 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 true. I have... I'm not going to say come around. I'm just saying because I still didn't like it and I still had a visceral reaction and I still think um, I've been talking with Marie Claire Gould in a little bit. Uh-huh. 
and and a bunch of people actually over the weekend and I still stand firm with with her opinion that having him in this episode just felt really unearned mm, and really okay. easy and lazy. I agree it's easy, yeah. But I also <laughs> I'm just I'm the Bendu again. Like I I feel like something else is going on too. Bendu. You can't claim yourself as the Bendu every time. <laughs> I, I am though. I see eventually when I get over my emotional gut reactions to things mm-hmm. and I start really examining the episodes and looking at what they've said in past episodes. I don't know. Well, I, okay, I want to well, really far from getting to the loop. part, So let's, <laughs> okay. let's go. So, um, uh, Cara Dune takes care of that guy with a shot to the face. Um, Rip. and so now they have Pershing, by the way, Pershing just seems like he's, he's in it for the science and he it's couldn't true. care less. Yeah, he seems like that. Yeah, definitely. Who has custody of him? Yeah. <laughs> he's really not in it for the... He's not in it for the Empire, clearly, because he's just given up information, like, left and right. Yeah. He's like, I know where the, I know where he is. I can tell you. Like, let's go. I'll take, I'll take you. Yeah. Um, He maybe even feels like... A, protect, I don't know about protective of Grogu, but... Yeah. Or maybe like he's just like, I want... To I want him to survive because he's a fascinating <laughs> specimen. You know what I mean? For sure. Anyway, um, yeah. So let's move on. So they have Pershing now. Um, they go to this planet, which it has like smokestacks or factories or something. And I'm sorry, but that just looks really familiar, and I can't. Yeah. I've looked around online and I can't see anything. I have a feeling it's a it's a Clone Wars thing. Or maybe mm. Rebels. I don't know. I feel like I, it's a Rebels thing. I couldn't figure out. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably unimportant. You thought it was Mandalore for a second. Oh, my God. I thought it was Tython because oh, oh, oh. they showed the two moons in the atmosphere, like when they were coming in to land. And I was like, oh, my God. I think I even went, oh, my God, because I thought it was... Ash, I really want to see Ashla and Bogan real bad. Yeah, title. you do. That's that's true. I did not get my wish. <laughs> did you put that in your bingo sheet, Ashla and Bogan? Uh, did I? No, I don't think I did. Okay. No. Nope. I should have though. Okay. <laughs> um, I did put unknown regions on my bingo sheet. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that ship could that planet could have been the unknown regions. Who knows? I guess. Uh, okay, so they they land on this planet, and we get a very beautiful sight of Bo-Katan's Mandalorian gauntlet fighter yeah, parked dude. on this planet. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I, that was a moment. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it was I forget if we've seen one on screen before. Maybe we did. Maybe we saw one in the Eris. I don't remember, but if if we did... It wasn't as good of a shot. I don't think we did. As this one. Because they were always flying around with their jetpacks. They weren't really using a ship or anything. Yeah. I don't think we saw a a gauntlet on that one. Um, So I appreciated that. Whoever whoever decided to make that a a shot, I I like that. For sure. So Bo-Katan and Casca are hanging out in a cantina. 
And, you know, we have to, we have to have this repeated, repeated motif of may of, of people walking into cantinas and literally it's a Western for like 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but the Mando version of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, but, oh man, they lined up the shot with like, he's with Boba Fett when he walks in there. And so the helmets like are like. Din and Boba Fett. Which I don't know if they're trying to draw a parallel here, but this just hit me. You know that shot way later into the episode where it's the, um, the dark troopers, they're right at the door of the, of the. Oh yeah, it is the it's same. like a side by side headshot. It's the same shot. Yeah. I, hmm. It's reflected. It's not the same. Oh wait, maybe. No. It's the same shot. It's the same shot. Interesting. But also, that's like, it's such a, you know. I mean, it's like a classic move, I guess. It's a trope, yeah. Of but like, like, I don't know. That's and it works. That's why they use it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes you go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool shot. True, 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 true. Um, okay, so we've got Boba, we've got Din, we've got Bo-Katan, and Casca. Yeah. He's starting to build his team of Magnificent Seven, which I totally was like, I know it's going to happen. I know there's going to be a team of seven (laughs) because uh, Seven seven Samurai and the Magnificent Seven, and it's a Western, and it's a samurai movie, and this is all about it. And there was a team of seven for a minute, for a hot minute. True. If you count Persian. Well, I mean, what if you just count Grogu? He wasn't on the ship. I know, but they picked him up. No, no, no. I'm like, I wanted a physical seven people in a room mm. planning something. Okay. And they did it. And I was very happy about that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's this very interesting scene with the four Mandalorians. And, the, you know, Mando's there to be like, I need your help. Yeah. They took the kid. And she's like, who? And he said, you know, Moff Gideon. And she's like, you're never going to find him. And they're like, Bruh. Bench, we already know where he is. Come on, <laughs> let's go. And and she was like, excuse me? Like, Darksaber? Okay. Yeah. Um, But then, actually, before she agrees, Boba Fett's like, let's go. We don't need these two. Oh, and yeah, the yeah. second he speaks, Bo-Katan's like, record scratch? <laughs> Immediately, like, you're not a Mandalorian. Oh, my God. How many times are we going to hear this in this show? You, you are not a Mandalorian because you don't subscribe to my terms of being Mandalorian. It's like... A classic at this point. I love this whole thing that they're doing. I do, too. It's cool. Um, Because she she recognizes his voice as being the clone voice and she knows from being in the prequels that he's not a real Mandalorian, that he's a clone. Like she freaking calls him a clone. She says, your father was, you don't have a father. He was a donor. Mean. Like Bo is like (laughs) old shades of Bo-Katan coming out. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. So (laughs) then he calls her a princess, which that's a good one. It is a good one, but I was also my shipping brain went. 
Han and Leia? What? <laughs> Why is he calling her? Fr- like, oh, what is that? Mm, mm. I don't have a shipping brain. She's so. a little too young. <laughs> maybe a little too young for you, Boba. Maybe yeah. move on. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think it was meant in that way. But my brain went there immediately because it's weird that you went there. <laughs> such a Han and Leia thing, though. I guess it is, but dang. Um, also, she's not a princess. She's a duchess. So let's get that true. straight. That's that. true. I mean, I don't think he knows that, but. Uh, would he know that? He would. Know. He would know that. He would know that Satine was a duchess, and maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, then what happens? Oh, and then, um, you know, so they have their, their little war of words. Casca gets right up in his face. <laughs> Business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then Bo's like, okay, okay, okay. Calm down. Like, let's not have, let's not have a scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there is a scene and it's a great one, actually. Yeah, it's good. Casca and Boba Fett get to fight. Like, oh my god, it was a good fight. It was quick, but it was it good. Was. And it I'm was. sure all the fans. Both of kind of get rocked a little bit. He did get rocked <laughs> by this l- tiny woman. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I loved that. Like that. Yeah, that was cool. The whole fight. Because I forget who Sasha Banks is. I'm not in that world. I have no knowledge of it, like wrestling or fighting or whatever it is she does. But, you know, I saw a lot of people who are a fan of hers yeah. from that world. They, like, they were yeah. just like, this was the best. <laughs> That's cool. And I'm also really glad she was in this because I had heard either her or someone in the say, oh, Casca won't be back this season. Too bad. Like, they full on oh. lied. Like, whoever oh. it was, oh. lying. Oh, I thought you meant next season. But, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> Uh, because I would have put her in my Magnificent Seven. Oh. Had I realized that was a lie. But she's the seventh. Well, I had. I think I said uh, Cobb Vanth would be in the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, I can't believe he wasn't in this, man. Oh, but he's. Oh, he, he'll be back. I mean, yeah, he'll be back, so but this would be cool, bro. I mean, I know why they didn't bring him back because they wanted like a female Power Hour squad. Oh yeah, we gotta but, talk about that later too. Yeah, which was cool. But... And how that worked so much better than. The MCU's attempt at that. <laughs> true, true. Oh, yeah. Did you write something about that? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure I did. Oh, nice. Okay, so Casca and Boba have their fight, which ends <laughs> in the most hilarious yeah. flamethrower versus flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, dude. the same concept as Harry Potter and Voldemort's wands. Right, the right, The same right. concept as Dooku's lightning and... uh. Yoda. Yoda's whatever mm-hmm. going head to head. Like, it's the same. We've seen it. Oh, yeah. But the fact that it was flamethrower versus flamethrower somehow was very funny to me. Yeah. It was a short moment, too. Like, huh? it was just, they were just, it was a short moment, too, because he was just like, stop. Yeah. And finally, You're mom's like, okay, cut it out. <laughs> Somebody's going to get hurt. Like, for real. Stop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to mentioned that that fight gave me life i loved it it was really good yeah and then after that they're just all like oh we got a job to do we're best friends i mean that's just how they say that's just how they greet each other you know Uh, exactly that's what it feels like like mandalorians the first thing you do is accuse the other one of not being a mandalorian the second (laughs) thing you do is hand-to-hand combat yes the third thing you do is your best friends yes (laughs) that's dope man i mean i mean it's a binary dude yeah it's so funny it's binary though 
This is why I love me some Mandalorians. They're just yeah, they're great. They're, they're the just best. primal. Yeah, about everything. It's it's the best. Yeah. Um, okay, so they explain to um, the ladies that we know where Moff is. He's got a he's got a big old ship, Bo-Katan. You're collecting ships. He's got one, and <laughs> he has the dark saber, which of course you want. Yes. So obviously she's in. You know, she's just like, right. you have to let me have the ship, and we're done. And you have to let me have the dark saber. And Mando's like, I don't care about anything. He, Grogu's my priority. Like, yeah, period. Right. Yeah. Don't care about any of that. Yeah. Which is nice. One thing that was mentioned, <sighs> Boba Fett says, you know, basically to Bo-Katan, why do you care about sitting on the throne of Mandalore when the Empire turned the planet to glass? Mm. My heart is broken. <laughs> but that could be just be a metaphor, though. Like, maybe not, actually. But And also, how could it have been? So the Empire? They say the Empire did it? Yes. Oh. This mm. is the second time they have referred to Mandalore as being completely destroyed. You're right. I don't know what to think about that. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're talking about taking back Mandalore, though. Yeah, but if it's literally... And a dust pile, what would be the point of, like, again, like, are they talking about the actual planet or is she just like, let's, let's go find a new, let's go find new Mandalore and let's, you know, be a, be a, a society right. again. Right, right. But, if, I mean, the first thing I, th- you know me, the first thing I thought of when I heard this was. My throne room is destroyed. <laughs> right. My Sundari palace is destroyed. Right, right, right. That is so unacceptable. I doubt it, dude. I doubt it. You think it's... Don't dwell on it. You think they're It's probably being not hyper- even true. There was think- such a short line that, like, I don't think they would yeah, just say... Yeah, but twice. They've okay. referred to it as gone. Not three times. Only twice. You know? Dude, I guarantee you Mandalore is going to be in the next season. If it's not in the next season, I'm not interested to watch the next season. Like, straight up. It's going to be. That's where the story's going. All right. What else is he going to be doing? All right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I still have hope that they're just being hyperbolic, but I don't know. I... uh, All right, just move on. (laughs) Move on. You're stuck on this. Okay. Um... Okay, so she says you're a disgrace to your armor, and he says my armor belonged to my father, and she's like, uh, no, that was he was a donor. Now you're a clone. I've heard your voice thousands oh, of times. Sorry. That was that was just a very satisfying moment that you actually have these two characters who yeah, that was cool kind of know each other and have a history. Um, they may not have been like in total contact with each other, but she knows who he is via his voice. This is a very cool moment. Yeah, which by the way. Part of the problem I have with Luke Skywalker. Okay. That there wasn't... uh, There wasn't any recognition of who he is by the people in the story. It bothers me a lot. Mm, Yeah. But um, that's going to be a big discussion. Okay. Let's get that. Um, Yeah. Next page. (laughs) (laughs) The child is Din's only priority. Okay, so we get we get I get my magnificent seven. Yeah, yeah, Din 
Bo, Casca, Boba Fett, Finnick, Kara, and Pershing planning how to infiltrate Gideon's cruiser. Yeah. Bo-Katan, large and in charge. Like, yeah. this is the plan, people. <laughs> yeah. This is how we're going to... Which only makes this. sense. Who else is going to do it? Oh, God, I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's a beast. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, and one other thing, and I think I looked at you... I forget at what point I was like, is this 2004? Are we watching... Battlestar Galactica because what is happening right yeah. now? Yeah, dude. The, the um, yeah. Well, yes, this briefing. Yeah, I know you're gonna talk, say that, but I don't but think also... I said it yet because this was just like. It, it, but I was totally like, oh my god, Starbucks, the keg. Oh, look at her go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. amazing. That's I'm so glad they gave her that scene. But then also the way the when they come out of light speed and they're kind of and Boa's like, like firing at Bo-Katan and mm-hmm. like the shuttle. Yeah. The filming of that with like the zoom in and like the shaky oh, camera, like it was that so is, BSG. That is BSG. Like that is BSG. They took that, so that's that's cool. I love that. I'm. I mean, obviously, there's no way they already kind of took that when. Remember when they did that too in the Aris, when yeah. that ship was like lifting off and there was like that shot of when they like zoomed in. I think and it was shaky. That's a thing. Anytime it's cool. Bo-Katan is in an, in this, I think we're going to have some sort of... All, we're already going to be thinking, you know, Starbuck. Because it's basically yeah, yeah, it's the same character. <laughs> I, I, I can't help it. Yeah. Um, God, she's just really good at it. Uh, so, again, I'm counting Pershing as part of this Seven Samurai because he's very willing to help them. He's just yeah, like, yeah. here's the deal. Because they're all like, they're oh, there shouldn't, there shouldn't be very many um, stormtroopers. He's like, well, maybe not, but you're going to have a big problem because <laughs> they have this fleet of dark troopers. Yeah. And remember them? they The four horsemen of the apocalypse that stole the baby? Yeah, there's a yeah. whole bunch of those. And um, Best part of the episode, no cap. This? Dark Troopers, yeah. Oh, the Dark Troopers. I thought you meant the scene. Oh, no. I was like, huh? No. <laughs> um, yeah, Colin is a I'm born... about it. I'm about it, bro. He is all about, um, you know, he wants everything Dark Trooper, so... <laughs> yeah. Hasbro, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, dude, if we don't get a Lego one... Lego. Like a Lego minifigure one? Funko. What are they doing? Let's go. Yeah. Oh, I'd be shocked if we don't get a Moff Gideon like Moff Gideon ship with, or at least like a, the scene of it. I bet we get the ship with some dark troopers on board. I'm I'm guessing, dude. That's gonna be it'd be dope. Um, by summer. We'll yeah, that. yeah, probably. But yeah, I I can just already I already see those being in a video game. Like I I wouldn't be surprised if like the next game that you play is like a force user with a lightsaber or something. There's a bunch of those, and you just get to cut them down, dude. It's going to be fun. I mean, this episode turned into a video game at one point. So. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Actually, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Um, but interestingly, because we've all been kind of talking about oh, yeah, there's all these cool. different phases of Dark Troopers, and I was going to be really upset if they were, you know, Cybertronic clones in there. Yeah. But Pershing makes it very clear. Yeah. Third phase. For the fans, third, man. For third the fans. generation. Totally 100% droids because humans... <clears throat> weak. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're Where's the... Mic, bro? I'm sorry. I didn't have time. Um, but what is that thing? That, the skank and the scud pie. 
Yeah. This is a this is a phrase now because this is the second time we've heard True. skank in the scud pie. Indeed. Um, but the humans were the skank in the scud pie because the dark troopers. Very imperial. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Get rid of the get, most imperial thing. Get rid of the humanity altogether. Yeah. Because it's a problem. That's why they're cool, man. That's why I like them because they're just like they have one job <laughs> like that's why i think they're it's dope. the terminator yeah exactly yeah totally. he will he will not stop until you are dead it's dope man how could you not love that that's so cool <laughs> that's like the only thing in this series that's kind of been like that really and you know yes terminator but also super cylon like they yeah. look like cylons yeah yeah they do very they do. physically they're bulky much. and like but that's not their i mean when you go back and look at the art from where they came from, yeah, they've always looked like that. Yeah, so I don't know if new BSG was out before that or after. I'm not sure, but regardless, well, the fact that they were very silent esque and I love them. I would say it's on purpose because like they didn't need to make them look like that. And you pointed out they have Zerg eyes. They do. <laughs> They do, bro. <laughs> Literally absurd, guys. It's so funny, man. <laughs> From Toy Story, which and is And they so do, like, the boxer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, the boxer their, game. their whole torso turns. Yeah. It's funny. Good stuff. Um, And they are the source of... Okay, this episode, very light on metaphor. Pretty light on... Like, compared to some of the earlier episodes in the season, where I was literally talking about metaphor for two straight hours. There isn't I a recall. ton of that going on in this episode. It's very much... I mean, there is some, though. There is some, and one of them being Din versus these Dark Troopers. Like, And it's... also, it's not just that one, but, like, just the Dark past. Trooper being entirely, like, mechanized. Like, it's obvious. Like, I think it's a play on... I mean, they wear armor, right? Like, these Mandalorians wear armor. Mm-hmm. Like, head down so it's kind of like that it's like they want to like hide what's kind of underneath like their humanity right they literally are doing that by by visual Mm -hmm. metaphor yeah cool and it's kind of like this is what they're trying to become but they are also fighting it you know yeah like that i think that's cool. cool that is cool and that's why they're the best part of this episode because like i think you get the best metaphor metaphorical action from these guys yeah if like, you consider what you just said and the din thing and the din thing like that's like a double one because as soon as he says and he's literally punching his helmet oh god and it's a very particular thing he's punching his helmet yes like it's, oh very particular like i'm telling you bro that's what it is um for me at least uh i forgot what i was gonna say now um and again they're just they're just simple you know, it's it's like they're just it's they're robot they're killer robots they're like just robots. What is I more, like that? What is sim- more simple in in fantasy fiction, science fiction than the killer robot? It happens all the time. You know, you know? what I kind of wish though. I kind of wish they didn't have blasters though. I kind of wish they were just like fists. Hmm. Because they made them look too human. I didn't oh. like that. Yeah, but if you're talking about like fully mechanized you know representing the empire then of course they're gonna have weapons i mean yeah i guess i guess or maybe it would have been cool if like they like the super battle droids right like their weapon was like in their arm that would have been cool but same like cylons same uh true wait wait wait. how they used to hold out their arm like a fist is that what they did i don't know and then the little gun would come out and oh yeah 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 right um 
Spoilers look, for BSG, by the, the way. Super Battle Droids look like <laughs> Super Battle Droids look like Cylons. They do. Like they are no different. I think these look a little less like Cylons, but it's like the idea that they're robots. Like yeah. and Bokutan, you know. Killer robots. Like I think it's an idea, but anyway, um, that's and, like the metaphor for me. I think it's really cool. And like how BSG took it the other direction. Here's yeah. your killer robot. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. But is it a killer robot? Hey, you gotta robot? be careful. Hey, you gotta be careful. I know. You gotta be careful. I know. That's like one of the best endings ever. Watch. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Watch Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, dude. We did a rewatch, rewatch um, early in quarantine. Yeah. Well, it was a rewatch for me. My daughter had never seen it, and um, right. <laughs> God, that show holds up. It really Damn, does. It's so freaking good. It's very advanced. <sighs> like storytelling, it's very advanced storytelling. It's so good. Yeah, the CGI doesn't really hold up very well, but that's... A... No, but you can get... Pa- that yeah, doesn't yeah, you even don't matter. even notice. You don't even notice. Because the so characters good. are... The acting, yeah. It, they, they make it work. Like, it's... I mean, all the acting, all the cast is good. Like, I mean, no one's bad. That's why Katie Sackhoff is Bo-Katan. It's, it's yeah. because of Starbucks. I know. And how good she is it's at Starbucks. It's crazy, bro. Okay, we gotta move on. Okay. As much as we love killer robots. Yeah. Um, we're getting there, though. So, Din, as soon as he says... As soon as Pershing says they're droids... Din, Din's head whips around and he looks at Kara and it's like, oh yeah, why did it have to be droids? <laughs> yeah, uh, droids had to be droids. Dro- Isn't that, that that quote from Indiana Jones? It's Indiana Jones. Snakes had to be snakes. He doesn't say that, but that look is, that's what that's about. Like, <laughs> God, freaking, it's always droids. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> um. Also, I learned a new word. Finnick says, bivouacked. Bio- I think you meant to say biovact. Bio. I actually don't know what you meant to say. What did you mean to say? It b i v o u a c. Is that how it's spelled? That's not a typo. I think so. I think it's just biovact. I've never heard that word before. I didn't know what it was, yeah. so I learned a new word. It means a semi-permanent camp for an army. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, because as Pershing explains. They are being kept in cold storage because it takes too much. They take too much power to be left running all the time. I guess it's cool, man. Um, like I like that. So they have a. Um, they're going to have a time window in which Din should be able to get to the child before these things power up fully. This was a good plan, though. Like like Starbuck had a good plan. Yes. Phase one: Lambda shuttle issues distress call. Phase two, emergency land at the mouth of the fighter launch tube, cutting off any potential interceptors. Launch tube. BSG. Casca, Finnick, Dune, and Bo disembark with maximum initiative. Like, all these words that she's using, she used, that's what she said. This is some Starbucks trash, It's so some Starbucks. (laughs) And it's, like, Bo is the second coming of Starbucks. Like, these are military words. It works. Like, she is working. Oh, yeah. She is on point. She's a beast. She has got her shirt together like it is all <laughs> happening right now yeah um we will neutralize the launch bay and make our way through tandem decks in a penetration maneuver oh go Bo, you just Bruh. go girl chill um and then she's and then mando's like uh excuse me what about me <laughs> and she's like we're the misdirection as soon as we draw a crowd you're gonna s-. and she literally used the words through the shadows din can slip through the shadows right. to get the kid Right. In case you weren't like fully aware that he's about to fight his shadow, a black giant mm. killer droid. Oh yeah. 
who That's is catch. who is standing between him and his future family. Grogu is his is oh. his future family. Yeah, for sure. When the droids killed, killed his, his family. original family, like this was good. See, this bro, I'm good. telling you, the dark troopers are the best part of this episode. I'm telling you're you, you're almost, dog. almost kind of right. I am right. I am. <laughs> you're just gonna say the dark trooper is the coolest because of that one shot, and that is not enough for me. Oh, I forgot to light my dark. Hold on. Oh yeah, my dark saber lamp is not. Oh on. yeah, this is like the one time you need it. I know. It. What am what I doing? Do? Okay, wait. Ta-da! There it's on. Nice. By the way, um, hot, not hot topic. The other one, box lunch has dark saber table lamps i highly recommend oh this thing is so cool yeah that's cool and it's not i think it was like 30 dollars or something it wasn't like oh crazy expensive that's cool um but yes i love i love me some dark saber everybody knows that oh yeah you can't be mad at me for finally getting to see live action dark saber dueling like you can't I be mad know, at me. but dude because <laughs> we all knew it was coming I of guess course we did. I had no idea we were going to see like dark troopers this episode. I what? know. I thought there How were going to be four. How did you forget about them? I thought there were going to be four. I had no idea there was going to be like. He showed whole us army. the whole bay. I totally rows forgot, rows dude. I didn't even like that episode too much, so it probably oh. just like left my mind. Oh, okay. Entirely, but that's fair if you forgot. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Din takes Pershing's code cylinder, so he can seal off the holding bay, where the dark troopers are, because, of course, the dark trooper bay is. On his way to the brig. Yeah. So that's the plan. But he has to get there quick before they power up. Uh-huh. Um, and then Fennec. Queen. Yeah, dude. Anyone else, we can handle. I, I mean, her. not ironically queen. I love her so much. <laughs> not ironically queen. And I just want to say, never for one second did I believe she was dead. Never, not one time. You said that already, I think. But The number of people who thought she was dead, I'm just like, guys... <laughs> It's Mulan. There's no frigging way she's dead. Yeah. So, I'm very happy that I was right. Yeah, man. And again, and again, I gotta say, I like the squad and how it's multi... The squad is amazing. Like... The squad's amazing. Yeah, just everything's happening there. Um, And, you know, Bo, one more time, states, I want Gideon. The end. Like, this is what this is about for me. Yes, I'm helping you get the kid back. I need I I need Gideon to surrender to me. She flat out says it. Yeah. yeah. And Kara says, yeah, but I want him alive because he's XISB and he has a lot of info. And, um, you know, Bo's just kind of like shrugs her shoulders like, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going after that guy and it's happening. Yeah. Uh, so we get another space battle. Oh, by the way, I had that on my bingo sheet too. Space battle. So oh, nice. I, I should get that. to mark that twice because there, there were like two spaces. <laughs> True. Well, you should put two squares. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, I thought, I, so when they were like coming in the shuttle mm-hmm. and since like Starbuck was flying, mm-hmm. I thought she was going to use like a BSG code word as like her call sign. And I was sad when it was not. I thought there was going to be a very on the nose so BSG I. reference like, too. No, but not not on those one. Like like one that only someone who watched BSG would know. You know, like hmm. like not Starbucks. Like that's obvious. Yeah. But, but like, but I don't know. Like, I don't know what. I don't they know if she's like frack or something. Like that would be <laughs> dope. At some point in the episode, I did say to Colin, 
she's gonna call them toasters isn't she (laughs) yeah no that would have been it that would have been the perfect she's gonna call the dark troopers yes toasters that would have been so good it would have been hilarious but also like so (sighs) on the nose yeah i guess but so funny like i would have ascended if she had (laughs) yeah yeah so here's the bsg list of things that i wrote down starbuck launch tubes definitely cylons obviously yeah air locking definitely as well people that you don't like yeah (laughs) right um and then you were talking about like the filming style every once in a while you do like filming "Mm -hmm." style dude they never do that when she's not in the episode. That's <laughs> like, true. they don't do it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, so Bo, Casca, Finnick, and Kara. Okay. Come Squad. off the shuttle. They they manage to get onto, <clears throat> onto the, um, what do they call that ship? It doesn't have a name and it bothers me. What ship? Gideon's ship. Like, name it. No, it has a name. No, it doesn't. They just call it, they keep calling it a light. Oh. Something. Oh, it doesn't have a freighter name? Freighter or something. Not a freighter. Um, Cruiser. <clears throat> Cruiser. They Dang. haven't named it. It's weird. I'm sure a... that'll be in like some book or something. I keep waiting. Like I keep waiting. This is the end of the season and I keep waiting <sighs> for that ship to have a name and they never. Maybe they're going to name it. Name it. Maybe they name it. That Maybe. That theirs. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of skipping over the part where they, the ties are launched yeah, dude. Because the music, it's so good. <laughs> okay, I don't want to skip over this part actually because it was great. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> the shot, the editing is fine. Bo is piloting the shuttle now, the Lambda shuttle. Yeah. And Boba Fett is fake pursuing them and fake shooting at them. Yeah. So that Bo Katan can be like, ah, we need to land, we need to land, we need to at the at the uh, light cruiser. Yeah. And there's a whole chaotic thing because the ties are trying to get through the launch tube to get out there. And the shuttle's like, nope, we're coming in. Nope, we're coming in. <laughs> and the lady Imperial, I can't remember if her character has a name, but we've seen her all season long with Gideon. Yeah. By the way, what happens to her? I don't know. Just saying? I don't know. I don't know. I tried very hard to look see her. at the dead bodies on the floor. Yeah. I did not see her. But also, they do not show her. It's a question mark. I don't know if she's alive, dead. Right. Did she get away? I like her. God forbid they kill a character, man. (laughs) But I really like her. I know, dude. But geez. Just give me some. I know. I know. But anyway, continue. Um, Yeah. So that whole chaotic scene was actually very well done. Very much enjoyed it. Um. Boba Fett fake shooting is always a pleasure. Like, like, doesn't it seem like they always kill the wrong characters? Yes, it does. Every time. Yeah, it does seem that way, and it's Django one of the, Fett. It's one of the things that irks me the most. Like, why is it so? Especially it's in the Disney on the era. nose wrong. Which characters they kill? Like, they should kill anybody else. Well, know, I I think thing. it's a Disney era problem, but I don't yeah. mind the rest of the other. Yeah, true. Deaths. I guess, I guess. Mostly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not the yeah, not the originals, not the prequels. I yeah, all the deaths in that are all right. Actually, I am mad that Django dies, but that's just another thing, you know. Yeah, but you know, can't have can't have living parents. It's just not a, it's not allowed. That is a Disney thing, though. <laughs> Obviously, it very much is a both a Star Wars and a Disney thing. Yeah. Uh. So. Um. Okay, I'm really starting to get my brain is crossing wires Bro. because 
Starbuck's first name is Kara. And Kara Dune is there. And Whoa. Kara and Catan both start with hard C's. Whoa. And I'm getting confused. <laughs> Kara Dune. Yes. Is not Kara Thrace. No. Nah, nah. <laughs> I got to tell myself this over and <laughs> yeah. over and over and over again. Yes. So, because I almost said Kara Dune lands the shuttle. No. Oh. <laughs> Bo Katan lands the shuttle, successfully, finally infiltrating the starship. And Bo, Casca, Finnick, and Kara successfully basically yeah kill everyone in the launch bay and make their and continue on so i think about at that point when they're when they're walking over that walkway with no railings that literally is open to open space (laughs) that was really funny to me yeah like not only do we not have railings like usual there's a vacuum down there <laughs> but it's you fall off this walkway you are in space <laughs> there is no it's good man. safety hatch whatsoever doesn't make any sense oh it's so funny to me yeah um i think about that time is when colin was like girl squad yeah i'm like oh my god it is a girl squad yeah how did i not I notice know. this before and i think the reason i didn't notice it before is because it felt so organic I guess, yeah. I mean, the squad. The squad chemistry is on, is, is top notch in this season, let's say. Except in the except in the siege. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm like, yeah, I don't need that, I think. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, the siege but, was not. But this I squad think. is like top tier. It, it is top tier. I mean, I don't like. Let's make it clear. Characters, I'm One saying. One more time. Characters. A certain actress. Yeah. I'm do saying not, characters. Do not like. Yeah. Like, I really wish they would recast her. I don't think they're going to, though, because nah. they just probably won't. But yeah. um, the character is one of the reasons I'm so mad at that actress, because Cara Dune is a great character. Like, a great character. Yeah, I know. And it makes me angry that I have to feel conflicted about liking her. Yeah. Um. So, it's yeah, I, I don't like that. But character-wise, this squad was great. And um, I just want to say, like, again, when you said, girl squad, woohoo, I was like, I didn't even notice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because guess what? They didn't stand and pose. Was that actually a thing that happened? Oh, my God. You don't remember that? It was so freaking cornball. Yikes. (laughs) Like, Like, the MCU is saying, give us credit look how woke we are look at our girl squad we're all gonna pose and look awesome for a minute i i I, I. bad (laughs) it's bad i hated it but i also appreciate that there were probably a lot of women that loved it yeah a lot of little girls that were like hell yeah man Yeah, i guess you gotta think of kids man i know but I personally thought it was the worst. But <laughs> this girl squad, literally no complaints. Like, this was great. Yeah. We get to see Fennec in action again. True. And True. honestly, like, obviously we had no idea that epilogue was coming. Yeah. <laughs> but as we were watching Fennec, or as I was watching her be amazing, it went through my mind, like, Man, I really hope she doesn't end up just kind of a 
second or third tier character that they only call in when they need an assassin to take mm. out a bunch of stormtroopers or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then I get ah, <laughs> True, true, true. I'm so happy. Which, I mean, she still might be that, but no, at least she's going to no, be no, a no, character. No. You don't think so? No, she's going to be... Again, you're not going to hire that actress. I know, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're to right. be a second-hand, third-hand right. character. So I'm so... Oh, God. I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so this was a little interesting. Boba Fett leaves. He eats entirely from the rest of the episode. Takes off, like, after they get on the ship, he's like, okay, bye, and he's gone. My first reaction was, thank God they didn't kill him off. Yet, anyway, like, yet. Who? It, I didn't know at the time. It could have still happened. But um, for now, he's safe. I don't even need to worry about him right now. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, God bless. I was so worried. He's safe and then some. I don't trust him at all. <laughs> I just don't trust him at all. I was so worried about him. Um, but like, and then I was like, oh, well, he's got Pershing, I guess, on the Slave One still. So I guess that's why he leaves. Also, by the way. To we get have... him out of there? I mean, yeah, maybe. We haven't talked about this, like, at all. The fact that his name is Pershing. Yeah. Like, that's a very particular name. <laughs> yeah. In military. Like. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's an American general. Oh. His last name was Pershing. Oh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. What did he do? I don't Don't ask me, man. I'm, I'm bad with American military history. Well, why don't you look it up? Yeah, let me look it up. Because Colin likes to do his research live on the mic, whereas some people come prepared. I mean, how can I do that, bro? I don't know, man. You're you're just studious. I know. Okay. So anyway, yeah, I was like, uh, okay, well, I guess he's got Pershing. He's getting out of there with him. But otherwise, I'm like, where where is he going? And then I'm like, well, I guess he's the getaway vehicle. But then, um, like in case they need a getaway vehicle, yeah, in yeah. case things go bad. Also, I just looked it up. Uh huh. Uh, General of the Army's John Joseph Pershing was a senior United States Army officer. He served most famously as the commander of the American Expeditionary Forces on the Western Front in World War One. Oh, okay. So. No interest in genetic research, though. <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> like an under-the-table DNA researcher or anything like no, that? Okay. I don't see that. Okay. Well, maybe I'll look into that a little more just for my own it's curiosity. It's odd that they use that name. Yeah, I guess you're right. There might be something there. I don't yeah, know. I'll, I'll look into it. I'll be interested, maybe. Go ahead. Um, okay, let's get so to the good part. Come I on, think let's that's go. Why, but I was like, I'm trying to um, figure out like why he would leave, because um, Marie Claire go. Marie Claire made a good point though. Like, if he had just stayed and been with them when Luke shows up, we would have had that same kind Ooh, of moment. That would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. We would have had that same kind of moment between Boba and Luke that we got with Boba and Bo-Katan. Oh, that would have been so much better. Which made it resonate, you know? True, 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 true. But dude, that would have been so funny. Because it's real irritating <laughs> that Luke shows up and none of them have a clue who he is. And he just like I leaves see. with the kid. Yeah, and nobody's like, hey, can I have your number in case I want to check up on my son? <laughs> Yo, give, me the, give me that number. Yeah, okay. So I see you, I see you. It's really bothersome. But again, um, we're not to Luke yet. I know, but it's. I'm just saying that because that was a real problem Marie Claire had. Oh. And, yeah, I get that. Like, why did he leave? But I also think 
I think it was because he had Pershing on board and also because he was going to be like their their safety net if things went bad, like super bad. Yep. Um, and they couldn't get out of there or whatever. I don't know. Mm. They don't re- they don't explain it. I'm just making this up in my head, which there's a lot of that going on in this episode. Honestly, <laughs> a lot that they don't explain. Um, so maybe put a pin in why Boba left. But that's that was my interpretation. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I wrote down that that yeah I laughed at that. Gideon says. Activate the dark troopers and rave to this sick beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. A sicker beat there never has been in all of Star Wars. Yeah, I would agree, man. I would agree. That I mean, friggin' dubstep industrial. Rocks, oh my god. Yeah. We both started literally headbanging. I was like, yo, okay. <laughs> I was, I was literally like, dude. Well, no, the first, the first moment I heard it, I was like, okay. Dubstep is Star Wars canon now. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what I said. Like, it's now here. It's here. This is the first time this has ever been used. It's ever. Anything like that. Yeah. Ever. Which is like... Ludwig. I'm curious if he was the one who decided to do that or if he was told to do that. Again, I think he does whatever he wants. I think he asks for forgiveness, not permission. Probably. Most of the time. Mm. If they don't like it, then he's like, okay, I'll change it. But otherwise, he I'm was sure we're gonna get some like, behind the scenes details about it in this next season crack, of like, yeah, about the Mandalorian or whatever it's called. He was probably cracking his knuckle, oh, cracking his mic. knuckles. <laughs> he was probably like, "This is it. This is my big techno moment right here." Yeah, They're dude. Freaking killer robots. It's pretty awesome, man. He turns I'm, into Skrillex like all of a sudden. It's great. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. great. It's good, man. It's real good. I want like a fully realized entire track based around that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be in the score of the soundtrack. And then 20 minutes later, full-on counterpoint. Classical music. Dude, I'm telling you. So funny. He's just flexing. This whole episode, he's flexing. I did tell (laughs) you, Christy Christy Carew had the exact same statement. Like, he is just showing off. (laughs) Which is honestly dope, because no one else ever does that. Everyone else is just like, if they use an orchestra, they're using an orchestra. Like, like off off rip. The main theme uses electronics and orchestra. Mm-hmm. So I already knew, like, this dude is going of to course. bring in some very new things. And this is about as new as it gets when it comes to Star Wars music. Yeah. I mean, how much newer can you get? No, really, not point? much. Except using music concrete. I was going to Which, say, honestly, he might have. He might have used music concrete for that because it was industrial. So, like, maybe he recorded, like, actual sounds. Because what would, what would be so cool, I think, because, like, Ben Burt, right, like, mm-hmm. he was all about basically music concrete like he was probably very into that or probably is very into that but he's out he's a sound designer but he does the same thing that those composers would do like he goes out he field records sounds and he transforms that into like something other than what it is basically like that's what music concrete is basically it's taking acoustic sounds and making it electronic basically and i'm wondering if he did that Hmm. well i don't know anything about anything but to me it just sounded like some it little, could have been all synth too. It, it's hard to tell. Little fashioned synthy it's hard craziness. To tell, but uh, but that was that was a freaking moment. That's mm, for sure. Fire beats. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> Bow Squad moves off into the cruiser, and we see Din finally sneaking on board, um, looking around, assessing the carnage <laughs> in the launch bay, 
and he makes his way um, to where he knows the brig is, but of course he's supposed to go and like make sure that those mm-hmm. killer droids don't get loose. Um, and I had wrote down here just so we didn't forget that Casca's blaster. Yeah, I know. Sounds just like Django's, and that was cool. <laughs> is it his? No, it doesn't look know, like his. I don't know why it would be, but just the fact that it's a. I'm sure it's like. like a, why did Matt Wood choose to use that? <laughs> right, it's such it's, an iconic sound. He like probably it. just wanted to. He was probably just. Like, it's just standard Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has one. What's the big deal? Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, we are going to talk about some sound here in a minute. I wonder if he gets tired of like dubbing in gunfire sounds. <laughs> Because there's so much. I know? mean, maybe. Maybe he's just like, I'm so sick of the standard pew pew. Let's <laughs> yeah, just dude. do something cool. I think he's probably bored. <laughs> I doubt he's bored. But, but this episode, I mean, he got to do like the Darksaber. Oh, my God. Spear oh, sounds. God. Which were <laughs> so good, man. <sighs> all right. <gasps> so Din comes upon the bay where all the droids are. And, of course, they have basically powered up and they are ready to roll. And he's like, no, and he runs, gets the doors to shut. But of course, one droid slips through. Mm -hmm. And this one droid. And that's that cool shot of like the hands on the face. Yeah. Opening the door just so the one droid can get out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super Walking Dead, by the way, zombie like sort of visual storytelling Mm. there. Ah, ah. Um, Interesting. But again. Metaphor. Just a, metaphor. Just a, just a the beautiful fact, metaphor. The fact that there's like multiple, like like multiple clones of like the same thing, and then like one is like literally like comes out. It's like it's like um it's like an underworld thing. Like yeah. that's what I thought. Like, oh yeah. He's like crawling out of like the, I guess yeah, Walking Dead. That totally. too. Like he's not. They're 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 his worst freaking nightmare. Honestly. I mean, they're like the humanity, like humanity's worst nightmare. Yeah. Basically. True. That's why I like it. It's it's just it, the layers you could look at it, the metaphor. Again, it's just mwah, it's the best. The best scene. This I'm one droid you. is poning him, mm. tossing him literally like a ragdoll. Just. Yes. Nothing, none of his, <laughs> none of his armory is working. Nothing's working. He tries fire. He tries whistling birds. He tries. I feel like I'm somewhat of a masochist for like liking this kind of stuff. I mean, action is fun. People no, love it. But I specifically like when good guys get beat up bad. But that's interesting. Yes. Who wants, who wants I mean, to see them okay. win immediately? So I'm not all the like time. a bad person. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Like, like I, I've been waiting for that, I guess. Because I the whole problem, you know, a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say like, one of the problems. The armor, man. One of the problems with this season is that he has not faced. Yeah, he's OP. Major conflict at all. Like, Agreed. neither internally nor externally. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it's been a little... Boring. Vanilla. I find it boring. Where it comes to that. It's just always like, there's a mission. Do it. He does it. <laughs> you know? With so, no problems, basically. So this episode really delivers on that front, both physically and internally. He's as conflicted as he can possibly be on both fronts by right. the end of this. Yeah. Which, to me, was inevitable that's of course where it was going. It was going to end like yeah. Attack of the Clones. Yes, they're getting married, and oh. that's lovely. Yeah. But we all know it's not a good thing. Like, yeah. sh- bad stuff's gonna happen in the next episode because Ooh, they I... seemingly are doing quote unquote 
the right thing and following their feelings and and really getting married and mm-hmm. but we know like uh, it ain't gonna end surface. well yeah we know where this is going right and also just a quick thing i'm sorry i'm such a visual person so bear with me but also but you know how when it pries open the door and it shows its face like that mm-hmm. do you think that's a little bit of a kubrick stare a little bit <laughs> no because <laughs> it's like head is like tilted i down. don't you don't think so you don't think they're going for that I don't think so, but okay. you also don't think... Like, they're... here's Johnny. Like, that's what I'm kind of saying. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm really not, because it does show it like that. His head is, like, down, and he's, like, looking up. I'll have to see... I'll have to look at it again. To <laughs> it's see a if... total here's Johnny moment, too. That's funny, actually. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. hilarious, actually. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, these these things, to me, this was the one of the scariest moments. Bro. I've ever seen in Star Wars. Yeah, like, man. kids are gonna have nightmares about these things. Yeah, they're pretty scary. They're, ruth- they're ruthless. Definitely. I was really, really worried when mm. he started punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, my theory was that armor is either going to be destroyed. I know, bro. Or he is going to take it off, like voluntarily. So at that moment, oh, I was like, be, bro. "Oh my god, he's going to punch a hole." Through his helmet. Oh yeah, my god. I thought it would have been was... cool if there was like a crack at the end or something. There was not even a crack. Come on, bro. Give me something, dude. But see, okay, if we're following this metaphor forward, the fact that it didn't crack his armor uh, yeah. is meaningful. It's a good thing, I guess. Because it really does mean he's conquering, he's learning to live with his past. and You're right. He's going to find a way to deal with it, which... The way he finds to deal with it is with the Beskar spear. Yeah. So. It's all about the Beskar. Yeah. So the Beskar spear. Sorry. Finally, you know, quote unquote, kills this this super droid, mm-hmm. and that's cool. Like I, I again, like I, I think that's symbolically important. I did too. I was really hoping too for a moment where he was going to kick the leg of the droid and he was going to do what Obi-Wan does with Grievous. <laughs> but it never happened, I guess. I'm not sure kicking that leg would have done any good. Yeah. Like, it's literally know. like a tank. I mean, Obi-Wan does it. Why does he do it? I mean, <laughs> I don't um, um, So then, okay. So the whole time they're having this fight, the other thing that was terrifying was the rest of the droids were trying to punch their way out. That really raised the stress stress of the scene and it was always just it's so metaphorical too because it's like your past your fears your past it's really trying to get you man it's trying its best right now to get you i'm telling you best scene best scene you're proving my point he spaces them which is is that what they call it in bsg i believe they call it like we're gonna space somebody by putting out the putting out the airlock also another one the 100 thing too Spacing. I think we've talked no, about that but before. The, um, floating. people. Oh. The 100. Um, and I'm real dumb and completely just didn't realize this was Star Wars, which tells us kind of on a regular basis that droids can survive in space. Nah, and they'll be fine. Like This is true. K2 says it, jokingly. AP5, floating away in space, singing Broadway songs <laughs> in Rebels. AP5, the droid. Oh, yes. yes. That is the weirdest. Yeah. 
I loved that moment. Like, yeah, yeah. it was so weird. I loved it. It's just whack. But anyway, I'm dumb, and I was like, woohoo, the droids are all gone. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Honestly, yeah. I actually, I mean. Did it cross I, your mind? Because it didn't cross my no, mind. No. I mean, I didn't think they were coming back. I was sad. I was like, dude. You were sad. You were like, man. Like, come on. <laughs> and then and then she was like, how many life forms are none? And I was like, oh. And then it, and then it edits. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, dude. Cylons again. Let's go. I know there's more. Th- I know there's a moment in BSG at some point where the no life, like none. They're oh, the I'm sure. the um. What do they? What do you call those? Ro- totally robotic ones. Um. Oh. I forget what they're called, but. Centurions. Centurions, yeah. Can just like. It don't Which, matter. I mean, okay. Also, for some weird reason, I got like really big Roman combat like. Like when when Dim was fighting this robot, mm-hmm. and he like uses the spear and mm-hmm. like, like I don't know, but I feel like that's like a that's, that's like antiquated combat style. Right. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually, I didn't write that down, but that did cross my mind, um, recently, where it's like he uses all this technology he has at or his nothing. disposal. Yeah. Exactly. That's and he built uses like a into his suit. Yeah. Nothing works. Mm-hmm. The only thing that works is this very primitive basically yeah which is also like a theme of the last episode too and it's like blaster jams and he has to do hand-to-hand combat oh and then there's a whole thing with kara's blaster not working too that whole part of this episode Mm. yeah i don't know if that's meant to be metaphorical but um who knows but i i I think i mean i guess what i'm trying to say is like for some reason i was catching vibes of like Roman combat specifically. So, like that stance he does with it, yeah. like he like goes up with, like that's not a, that might actually be more Eastern than Western, but I'm not really, I, I can't tell. I think the point, but you're you're making the point though that this is a, this is a really primitive it's physical, right? Physical weapon. This mm-hmm. isn't technology. This isn't fire. This isn't yeah whistling birds. Yeah or a anything like that knee, which it's is, not a knee gun which is no knee gun that's true which is also because <laughs> i'm going off now it's also kind of a commentary on like the mandalorian thing right like, yes they're all that's about what I'm weapons kind of that's what i'm getting towards like this their is suits useless basically at that except for taking punches <laughs> it's a def- really. right it's very effective Defense, it's, it's defensive more than offensive I guess. right and the fact that the spear is made of beskar which is bro the basis of mandalorian culture it's just like, eh. and that's what he kills him with. Yeah, that's cool. I'm telling you, bro. And you that's think where that we're going. Is better. That is where we're going uh, with this series. Yeah, we're going straight to Mandalorian. You think he's gonna have stuff. his armor at the end of the show? I don't know. Would they dare? I have to think. Would about that. Would they dare? I have to think about that. Dude, it would be cool if like he melted down his armor to make something though. It would be really cool. But like, what would he make? I don't really know. But. He would make Grogu a new bed. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the only existing Beskar cradle. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so the squad makes it to the bridge. Finally. Right. They lay out everyone. No Gideon. Indeed. Did you see this coming? Um, I probably did not even think I'm about so what was going to happen as far as that went. I was like, stupid I watching this episode. I should have guessed like everything. I'm, I'm glad really sure. I didn't though. I sometimes I get tired of knowing exactly what's going to happen all the time. <laughs> all right, flex, dude. 
<laughs> what sorry. a flex. I'm sorry. So Din makes it to the brig. That's where Gideon is. He's got the dark saber. He's swishing it around over Grogu's head, who is still wearing teeny tiny shackles. Yeah. Which clearly have got to be force canceling shackles. Yeah. They yeah. have to be. Because otherwise he would not just be sitting there looking like he's helpless. Yeah. Um, so then this scene between Gideon and Din talking had me going. They had me going for a minute. Like I was oh. believing this guy, which is so <laughs> stupid because he's space Gus and we know But he's better. just that good. He's so convincing, even when he's like fake lying and acting, you know? Like he he knows he he is master of his he's acting great. domain. Giancarlo Esposito King. Do not let him go. Like mm. He needs to be I'm more. so glad they didn't kill him. I'm yeah. so glad on many levels, but yeah, because I want more of him yeah. for sure. He's a beast, bro. Uh, so maybe his uh, lady officer is going to be the one that springs him out of out of uh-huh. custody. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or she's going to organize some sort of a... Because <laughs> she's secretly in love. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Sorry. I had to go there. But I Dude. love the line that he says. <clears throat> He's like, I know you're, ha- I know you're hanging with Bogotan. I know you used up your whistling birds. Basically, just assume I know everything. Mm-hmm. I liked that line. Oh. He's so cocky. AI. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Very palps. Uh, very palps. He goes on. This child is gifted. His blood has the potential to bring order back to the galaxy. Even Also palpsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Ludwig was in on this fake out because the music <laughs> is Love making big. you think it was very han and kylo on the on the catwalk the music uh, makes you think it, it, yeah it is is this guy redeeming himself like yeah. right now in front of my eyes <laughs> yeah have no. we have we misunderstood oh geez this guy you're an idiot though oh, i'm such an idiot <laughs> i knew it was gonna go down the moment he entered the room I knew. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Yeah, it was a fake out. So Gus attacks him. As soon as he's like, take the child. I don't care. I just, just never talk to me again. I never want to see you again. (laughs) Yeah. Leave me alone. And, and of course, Din is like, there's so many times in the show where he's just the dumbest dummy. Yeah. He's like sweet, but he's also dumb. So he's like, okay. And he goes to pick up Grogu and, and he, Gus attacks him. I can Gus. Space Gus. Attacks him with yeah. the dark saber, and it's on though, like Donkey Kong. And yeah, I'm dude. so excited. No music during that first initial right. part where he's like shing shing shing. Right, you know? perfect. When he's when Gus is just laying in the room, it's just no music. It was a perfect Ben Burt mm-hmm. um, step aside. John Williams steps aside and lets yeah. Ben work. Ben work. Ben Burt work. Yeah. Ben Burt work. Same thing happens here. Well, until like they actually get to it. Well, yeah, the music kicks in eventually, but we get this this sound design mm. of of the lights of the dark saber and the beskar. Guys, yeah, snaps. Literally, snaps. I've, I <laughs> I just I ascended. Do that one part so high. That one part when it's like when you got those like like those high harmonics off of the staff. It's like, dude. I was like, oh. And it's a good fight, too. It's not even like, okay. There's, there's cool new tricks in this one. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. Like the kick back and it like swings around. You know what I'm talking about? No. No? I don't know. Dan like it kicks the, so it's, he's holding it like back. Like he gets like fought and 
like hit and he's like kind of brought back here oh, yeah, and he yeah, like yeah, kicks yeah. it and swings it around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's again, like I feel like it's a very like antiquated combat Roman esque like moment when he's like got it in his face and mm-hmm. he's stopping it and they're like pushing and it's just yes. like Yes. Like that to me is again, my brain goes off when I think of that. Like I think of like uh oh no. What are the, what are those called? I guess also centurion. They're, that's not their name. What what are those soldiers called? Yeah, there were centurions. Yeah, but those are like the higher level. They're oh. they're, they're um. Philip's gonna kill me. I know Philip listens to this podcast. Legion, legion, legions, legions of troops. Like like I don't know. Like it was very. They always have spears. Mm-hmm. They literally had spears and shields. So cool. It's it's also very interesting that he doesn't have a shield. I guess his armor his is armor, a shield. He doesn't need one. Which is his like, whole body is a shield. Which is alone, like a beautiful. Cool, yeah. But going back to what we were saying a little bit ago, this, you know, spear, which is a really ancient kind of a weapon. Yeah. But it's made of Beskar, which is very important for the Mandalorian culture, versus the culture. An ancient <laughs> yeah. technological weapon. Dude, and they're fighting. And he's fighting it. And he's fighting. They're fighting. And who ends up with both? Din ends up with both. Bars. Bars. Okay. Good scene. Not my favorite scene. So good. But, good scene. but the one. Oh, but you know, the one shot that I was like, like roll, <laughs> roll that thing back. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. over the over the dark saber, like the camera's pulling back, and you just hear this whirring, yeah. and it pulls back, and it is right over the dark saber. Oh my god. And you also get like oh when he pulls god. it out from behind him, you get that shing sound, which oh is classic. But... I just. I love that scene and that music too. Say. When it's when the when the dark saber is like in the wall and it's like pushing him, it's like <sighs> it's his theme, right? I think it's his theme. It's Gideon. Yeah. I think they play Gideon's theme during this yeah. part. Yeah, I might be wrong about that. I, it, I'm pretty sure it is. I remember it. Uh, well. But yeah, we get some full on and it heat. like heats up. The, yeah, the, the staff. Yeah, that's dope. that was interesting. I was like, was oh, cool. so it couldn't even cut through his armor then. So it would just like melt it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was interesting that they added that. Like, okay, well, is it able to f- withstand yeah. it forever? Like, if you stood there forever? Well, because the thing is, though, his armor not is not through? pure Beskar, is it? I think so. Because Must he's be. able to block it. But, like, I I don't understand what the definition of pure Beskar is. I don't is. know. Like, they do keep using that term, pure because, Beskar. I mean, that staff, like, okay, clearly it's all only Beskar. But, like, that Beskar came from, like, the money credits, remember? Like, it got yes. melted down. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know. It, it, like, is that pure Beskar? That's why I was well, very confused when he was able to block it with his. It gauntlet. held up like, with it held up against the dark saber. How did which you do that? <laughs> my theory goes in the toilet that Tarvisla. Why would he make a Why would he make a weapon that couldn't cut through Beskar? Like, but I guess he did. I guess that's that's how that ends. My theory in the toilet. That's fine. Well, well. That's fine because this duel was amazing. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, so. <laughs> Oh, and good for I wrote down good for Giancarlo. He kills it in this in this fight, and pretty much is him. Like I mean, I'm sure there were some stunt guys, but when it counts, he's really, really going at it. And I saw an interview with him saying he broke many a dark saber prop. Oh, <laughs> so clearly That's he was hilarious, super into it. That's so cool, man. Yeah, he's like, I'm sure the prop people just love me because I broke. I don't even know how many of those. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, okay, so we cut back to the bridge. 
with Bo-Katan standing there. Dude. Very, very Anakin-like. I'm an idiot. What? You know how when he beats him? Uh-huh. He's on the ground and he's pointing down at him? Oh, yeah. Why am I skipping over that? Blush, should I? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm an idiot. I just realized that. I'm an idiot. How did I not catch that, dude? I'm so bad. <laughs> Why don't you elaborate about what you're saying instead of oh, yelling about it? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, so he beats him and he's like on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Gideon. And he's got the staff pointed at him, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in Last Jedi, when Rey gets like mad at Luke because she finds out that he basically ruined Ben Solo, mm-hmm. basically. Yep. She, they, they fight. And then, um, oh yeah, and Luke, Luke even like br- pulls down this like antenna, like it's not a lightsaber, right? It's like it's a, a metal staff, metal object, yeah. yeah. And when Ray beats him, he gets kind of tossed to the ground. He catches himself with the force basically before he falls, and he's kind of like sitting in there, like he's on the steps of this like building or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Ray's got the lightsaber like pointed right at her, yeah. right at him. It's like the same scene. It is very similar. Same shot, I mean. And I feel like there are other times when that position has been he uses it too like later when he's brought into the, the like the control room like he's like sitting on the stairs like that yeah 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 which is also i mean i mean there's a bunch of paintings of like people sitting on a, on a staircase kind of like that that's true like in like greek, art greek, greek yeah. um what do you call that where they used to like sit around and just talk and give lectures there's a word for that uh... Oh, come on, man. Socratic? I mean, what? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Teaching? It was very, <laughs> it was very Greeky. You're right. Yeah. Like him sitting on the steps, just being like, throwing out jabs, being yeah. palsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taunting yeah. everybody. Yeah. <sighs> He's so great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was cool. And again, like the the staff, the the, the spear wins the day. Like mm-hmm. again, twice in the same episode. Yeah, the spear wins That's the true. day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we cut to Bo on the bridge, looking very commanding mm-hmm. in her in, in, a pose. Yeah, in yeah, her yeah, Skywalker yeah, yeah. stance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Din walks in She's with like, Gideon <laughs> and Baby Yoda. Enjoy. Oh right, right, right. He he gets the Baby Yoda. That's yeah. the whole point of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, he gets the baby Yoda and, uh, goes to the bridge. He walks in with Gideon, baby Yoda, his spear still, you know, at- intact, holding the dark saber. And initially didn't think anything of it. Didn't think anything of it. But then we find out Bo is like looking at him as though, he is touching her very personal, private possession. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she gets real weird about it. Weird look on her face. Yeah, I, I was. I didn't understand either until he pointed it out. Yeah, because like we're gonna talk about it in a minute. They are changing up some rules on us apparently about the dark saber and how it works. Oh, sorry. Uh, um. So he, you know, Din's like, here you go. Here, here's your dark saber, congrats, and Gideon starts to just go off and be such a jerk and be like, oh no, she can't take it, because guess what, <laughs> you are have a claim to the Mandalorian throw now, ha ha ha, it's so hilarious, mm-hmm. like he's having the best mm-hmm. time taunting both of them, and it's yeah. 
it's very, very, very good evil. Very <laughs> conniving pal- acting. Very palpsy, very snooky. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what is happening with the rules of the Darksaber? I have many questions. All right, you go on for If that. you're unfamiliar with Rebels, the show, this Darksaber was acquired by Sabine Wren. She did not win it in battle. She found it in Maul's little, like, weird shrine <laughs> that he had going. Um, so she takes it. There's a there's a really interesting story arc about her learning to use it, even though she's not Force-sensitive. Uh, she gets trained to use it. She uses it very deftly um, to basically kind of secure Mandalorian culture for her family. And in the end, in Rebels, she offers it back to Bo-Katan twice. The first time Bo-Katan says, no, I can't take it. The second time she accepts it on the terms that she's accepting it in honor of her sister, Satine, who was the Duchess of Mandalore and was murdered by Maul, who was the, who had the Darksaber until S- Sabine found it. It was all confusing. But that's what happened. Bo-Katan took it without winning it in battle. Eventually. The second time. It was offered to her. So this whole scene about, you know, she can't take the Darksaber from Din because he won it from Gideon. It's a, it's a twist. Like, it seemingly goes against what we know of her in the past. But I think maybe what they're getting at is that Din legitimately won this Darksaber in hand-to-hand combat as though it is... Yeah, like that's the typical way of transferring. The the fates saying, you are the one true Mandalore because you legitimately won this thing in battle. I think that's the difference. I think that's what they're going to say is the difference. In that Sabine never won it in battle, and Din did. So, I think, and being so, Mandalorian culture being so wrapped up in combat and war and battles and, you know, violence and all of that stuff, I think that's probably where they're going to come down on that. Which does make sense. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but it also was not explained. Again, it's another thing in this episode where they're leaving it up to the fans to just kind of, like, make it make sense. Mm. And <laughs> I keep asking people, like, I've asked a couple people today and I put it on Twitter. I'm almost sure there is a George Lucas quote that he said, I can basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing. But the idea was, he said, I can basically do whatever I want because I know that the fans will make it make sense somehow. I don't need to worry about the logistics (laughs) because these fans are going to make up a story to make a headcanon and it's going to make sense. Work smarter, not harder. (laughs) But at some point, it's like, can you just tell us what is going on, please? (laughs) Because there's so much of that in this episode. It kind of gets, it's too much of that, I feel like. Right. Um, Which is a, it's a small criticism I have in the overall episode, but it is a criticism. Like, just put that in the dialogue. Just just have her say, make it clear, like, you won it in hand-to-hand combat. Don't they say that? There are, no. He says you have to win it in battle. Okay, he, yeah. G- Gideon says, yeah. 
And she says she can't accept it because it was. Yeah, but make it real clear. Make it like so I'm not so that all the fandom is not sitting there going. But wait a minute. Sabine just gave it to her and she was fine with that. I guess. Yeah. Creating confusion for no reason is like exactly silly. They, I feel like they, they cut corners too much, and maybe there was some more dialogue about that, and maybe they cut it out, thinking that going back, leaning back on what George said, ah, they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll see the difference. It's not that hard to see. It, it's a little hard to see, like unless you really know Rebels really well. Eh, I could have used a line of Bo-Katan saying. This isn't like when, this isn't an instance like when, you know, it's not like you just found it. You actually want it in battle. I can't contest that. Mm-hmm. That's not, I'm not allowed to. Mm. You know, it would have it's taken, a little tricky. it would have taken a deft writer, a line or two, just anything to make it clear. You're using the word deft a lot. Sorry. <laughs> skilled. Fine. It would have just taken a skilled writer. I was kidding. A line or two to figure, to let us know that that's what's happening. But I do think that's what's happening. Okay. That's the only way it makes sense to me. But so it's very interesting now. Um, because she's clearly like, oh, can't believe this. Can't believe this. I got all the way here and this is happening. Yeah. Um, and they don't really give us a whole lot of time to ruminate on it because then all of a sudden the alarms start to go mm-hmm. off. The, the dark troopers are back. But um, I think this is w- where we are going to go off into season three of the Mandalorian where it's not only does Din have a lot of figuring out to do what it means for him to be a Mandalorian. She has just as much weird stuff to figure out. Like they're like, again, they're always yelling at each other. Yeah. You're not a real Mandalorian. I never said I was. Well, then what are you wearing the armor for? What is my father's armor? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. back and forth and bickering. And like, <clears throat> I think that's what season three is at least going to start to be about where she and Din they're gonna have to come to grips with their weird cultish beliefs and they even you know Gideon even says it it's not like this weapon has any special power it's the story it's the myth of it it's the blind belief in yeah I thought that part was cool yeah it's the blind belief that whoever holds that sword in their hand is the leader that's silly yeah (laughs) when it it comes down to it it's just as silly as i can't take my helmet off ever well why because this is the way yeah (laughs) like what (laughs) what are you talking about this is crazy true so yeah i found that all very interesting i just wish they would have made it a little more clear so people wouldn't be arguing about it today about what it really meant um okay so the dark troopers show back up and I, I, oh, wait, 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 I forgot about the face-off line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin says I'm reading too much into this. <laughs> but. I don't know, man. <laughs> again, we call him Space Guest because Giancarlo Esposito played one of the best characters in Breaking Bad for a couple of seasons. Best. And his name was Gus. Yeah. And the finale of big season four. This is a big spoiler. I'm not using a spoiler. I know what I'm doing. Okay. The finale of season four um, was called Face Off. And it is a classic episode of Breaking Bad. 
Oh, it yes. is one of the most well-known episodes oh, yes. of Breaking Bad. Oh, yes. People, you'll be hard-pressed to find anyone that doesn't absolutely love this episode. Yeah, it's true, actually. It is incredible. <laughs> one of the best episodes of television ever, probably. And Vince Gilligan wrote that? Yes, Vince Gilligan wrote that. Dude, he's, he's like... A he's a god. Where does he go? <laughs> where is he? I don't know where he is. What is he doing? I don't know. Oh, he's doing um, Better Call Saul. That's what he's doing. Dude. Which is also a really good show. I just need him to make a new thing. I need him to make a new he thing. He will. He will. He will. Yeah. He's like Noah Hawley. He's like, he does something and then he like doesn't do anything. He's just like, where'd he go? Okay. So the title was of the episode of Breaking Bad was Face Off. Mm-hmm. And Gideon literally says, you're about to face off with the Dark Troopers. Which at the time when he said it, I'm like, that's a really clunky line. <laughs> that's a really weird line. But then last night, rewatching it, I'm like, face off. <gasps> face off i'm like is that on purpose Uh, is that on purpose i don't know but i've had a couple people on twitter be like that's on purpose i'm like wink wink i think so too but colin is like like (laughs) colin can see kubrick stares everywhere but i'm not allowed to think face off is a is a easter egg fair (laughs) this is (laughs) this is fair are you gonna add that to your meme of me of things i say (laughs) kubrick stare i might have to make a new meme (laughs) with new things yeah uh, so, just saying, I think that's an Easter egg, and I thought it was funny. Okay. Um, okay, so the Dark Troopers show up. There's a lot of marching shots, <laughs> punching the door shots. Some good music again. Back and forth between the people on the bridge being afraid, the Dark Troopers. Like, all of that went on too long, in my opinion, and kind of bogged me down. Okay. A bit. Okay. We see a single X-Wing arrive. A single light fighter. You said it right. I know. A single light fighter. <laughs> it's um, Captain Kennedy. He's back. What were your immediate thoughts? Go. Mm. Upon seeing that X-Wing. Honestly, like for a moment, I didn't know who it could be. Because I was like, okay, it's just an X-Wing. And I, I didn't really think about like Luke. Luke wasn't even on my radar until like the green lightsaber. So. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought it was going to be, like, I thought it was going to be Ezra for a moment. Yeah, when I saw X-Wing. the green, when I saw, uh, well. It's really not his hilt, though. Like, I should have known it's not him. Well, but I, I saw the belt buckle, and immediately I'm like, oh, my God, it's oh. Luke. It's definitely Luke. Okay, well, I mean, okay. But then I tried to talk myself out of it when I saw. And I thought Cal I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, he wouldn't be flying an X-Wing, though. But, that would uh, make okay. no sense Do if you he was remember, flying though? an X-Wing. When I first thought, okay, my first thought when I saw the X-Wing was, it's that ranger guy. Oh, yeah. Which is very clever of them, actually. To, like, bring back the X-Wing theme. To have that X-Wing appear. That's some composition right there. And have that guy in this season a couple of times, and they always show his X-Wing, mostly. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you were trying to make us think it was him for a second, weren't you? Mm, Right, yeah. And I did. I fell for it. I was like, is it that guy? And then I, but then... The feeling of dread set in because I was not looking forward to Luke showing up in this episode. Yeah. If he did, uh huh. Um, and I, I was like, Colin, please tell me Cal Kestis has an X-wing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, I don't think so. I'm like, Shut. nah, he doesn't. And then I saw the belt buckle and I knew it was all over. Um, <laughs> there was a glint off of his belt buckle, like just for a second, really early on in his, oh, dang, in his video game, um. Montage. Montage, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you have against video game moments, but 
I like those moments. I don't have anything necessarily against video game moments when they're when they're done appropriately and well. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Like like the Mortal Kombat moment in Last Jedi. Yeah, you know that was what I mean? really cool. <laughs> like that was dope. Between <laughs> that was Finn, handled so well. Finn and Phasma. That was a really cool fight. A uh, cool scene. He's such a nerd, man. He really is the biggest nerd. He is such a nerd. I love we love Ryan and his nerdiness. Yeah. Um, and there it was a there was a cute moment where you first see the I think it's when you first see the X Wing. I don't even think he's disembarked from the X Wing yet in the mm. into the into the ship, but they show Grogu and you see this is like epic puppet acting right here. True. You see him like turn his head and cock his ears. Uh-huh. And like he has a second of um oh. <laughs> my friend <laughs> i feel my boy the power radiating mm-hmm. through the forest right now um so that was a really i really liked that shot yeah it's good in that moment and all of a sudden the dark troopers who are punching at the door to get onto the bridge stop yeah assuming luke is doing that i mean i, I honestly assumed in the moment that it was just like they detected a bigger threat maybe Maybe that's true, too. Yeah. Okay, I like that better, I think actually. That's it. And also, like, they would probably be Force-sensitive somewhat, because if they're, like, made to, like, combat Force users, kind of. Oh. Aren't they? I don't know. Mm. I don't know why they would be. I don't know. I mean, I'm at, whatever. I, I just think, like, I mean, they had to make it happen because of the plot device, but also, like, I think it would work that they I think you're trigger. right. Especially if they're a hive, it's like a hive mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All those other troopers who were fighting him at the time... Yeah would be sending the signal to the rest of them. Yeah, true, true, true. Don't even worry about those people on the bridge right now. Like, we got a problem. <laughs> we got a big problem We got here. a Jedi, <laughs> Jedi in the house help. Yeah. You know? um, but very interestingly, we still don't know technically that it's Luke. Yeah. Um, But they keep, they use the DS array. Yeah. Or Ludwig does. Yeah. Um, In association with Luke Skywalker... Mm-hmm. More than once in yeah, this episode. Yeah. For sure. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I do. Oh. You know you know what I have to say about that. It's kind of, it's working in concert with a bunch of other stuff that is in this episode. It's making me wonder what the intent of having Luke in this episode actually was. Right, right. Um, But Din... There's a moment where Grogu goes to the screen that is, you know, showing what Luke is doing and he's, you know, messing up, <laughs> he's dispatching all of these droids very handily. Grogu goes to the screen, puts his hand on the screen, mm-hmm. and Din is watching Grogu watch Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And it kind of broke my heart a little bit. Like, oh. Well, I think that's also like a parallel, Damn it. isn't it, kind of, to like parents watching their kids watch Star Wars? Oh, maybe. Because he's watching the TV screen. That also, makes I me noticed feel a little better. I noticed something, <laughs> and I, this is totally me looking probably too deeply into this, but the way it looked on that TV screen, like the actual way it looked, like the, grainy. Yeah, it was gra- like the lightsaber is what turned me turned this on in my brain a yeah, little bit. What? It looks very gray, but you can still kind of tell it's green. Like, oh. Isn't that kind of like how it used to look? 
like on videotape, like the lightsabers would look like very gray. No, the lightsabers colored very well, and like, they weren't colored very well. They just kind of all looked white with maybe a tinge. That's what of I'm saying. Color. So like, I think like I don't know if they were trying to go for, but like my my idea of like it being like kids, parents watching their kids watch what they watched, like that's I think very, they might have tried to cool make thing. it look like how it used to look like. Maybe. For a reason. Why would it look that bad? Like that, well, <laughs> that too. It's an Imperial cruiser. Why would the camera quality look that bad? Now that you bring it up, now my brain is going to. It's all sh- it's shades of gray. It's black or it's white. In in the original. No, metaphorically, they're watching Luke Skywalker. Oh oh, of course, yeah. Be this. In my opinion, having his Star Killer. Yeah, he's going moment. Off. Uh, OP. Bit. OP. Yeah. Star Killer moment. Really, it's not OP. Like you, you assume at some point Luke was uber powerful. I mean, yeah. Of course you do. I mean, Mando's OP, so they're already kind of doing that. <laughs> but I mean, it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Five years post Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I know. It, when I picked up some new moves. <laughs> that would have been. That would have been when he had, you know studied or whatever practiced 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 pra- like he would he clearly would be this powerful i mean we all know that mm-hmm. that's like that's why it's kind of irritating that they had to show it to us rather than just let us have that in our head you know i don't know i have a lot of problems with the scene but um that's cool though what you just brought up that it's it is in grainy black and white that is the way he's thinking that's where luke skywalker's brain is that's where he's philosophically with regards to the force with regards to the jedi it's black or it's white he's falling into the same pattern of thinking as the jedi clearly by what he does in Mm -hmm. this episode Mm -hmm. as the jedi yeah of old like he's not progressed one bit forward right 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 he's making the same mistakes and again we know where this is going Mm -hmm. we know this leads to him holding a light that same lightsaber saber over Mm -hmm. the head of his blood relative Mm -hmm. it's also interesting that some of the shots actually like put the lightsaber in the center of the frame like not him it's the lightsaber that sometimes the camera is like... In this episode or in mm. Last Jedi? Mm. In, the, in the episode. Oh, I'll have to notice that. Yeah. That's telling, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Okay, I know your feelings. I like that it was cool. It was really cool seeing that lightsaber in live action. I, yeah, I appreciate... It's listen, been literally so long. I I'm not getting it. at you. I'm just saying I, I, that was like something that was cool. I mean, I, because we haven't seen it. In, have we seen it since episode six? I'm trying to rack my brain to try to think of when we could have seen We it. have never seen... Oh, Rise the... of Skywalker? No. No? Not no. in the flashback scene of Luke and Leia? Maybe in that. Mm. But that's it. We've never... Here's, here's what people that love this... One of the things that they are saying they love about it is that we have never seen that lightsaber really... Damage, go yeah. to town oh yeah you're right yeah but my gut are we gonna talk about this scene like right now is that what we're doing let's just get let's just this is it we're gonna talk about it i just 
I have complicated feelings. They've become more and more complicated since we watched this um, at 2 a.m. on Friday morning. Are you listening to me? Yes. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm listening. I know you don't. How am I supposed to say anything there? I don't know. You, you just don't, don't even look like you're listening to I me. I am. I'm looking up the um, the document with the with the stuff, but I'm listening. Okay. My gut reaction to this scene was negative. Okay. Fully negative. I did not want Luke Skywalker in this episode. For sure. I'm sure everybody knew that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If, did we talk about it? I don't remember if we did. Talk about what? Like who we... Th- I know we talked about who we thought the Jedi could be. Oh. Um, and I'm sure he was on the yeah. list, but I'm all, I am also think that I said, like, that's the most boring choice, and I don't think they're going to make that. For sure. But they made that. They done, go- <laughs> they done gone did it. And I still say... That is the least challenging, least interesting choice. Um, but my gut, my gut reaction was, this is pure. Um, two dude, two Gen X dudes, <laughs> itching their, scratching their Luke Skywalker OP video gamey. Um, I keep calling it Star Killer. It's a Star Killer moment. Right, yeah. Because you've talked a lot about Starkiller and how OP he was, and yeah. it just, that's what it felt Buddy, like to Buddy me. took down a Star Destroyer. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, and a, and, a, and a killer droid is way less than a Star Destroyer. Okay, fine. I mean, but yeah. it still had There that. will never be, I think, a canon version of someone that powerful. That was ridiculous. I hope not. <laughs> that was just utterly ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean and, Thanos was able to wipe out a, a half of the universe. But that's... Thanos. So they obviously that's, are into the OP. That is MCU. I know, I know. And that's a whole other Pandora's box, actually. How I feel like this was an MCU move. Mm. And they've made a few MCU moves. Oh, yeah. With this show. Not that that's inherently bad. Nah. I, think, I actually like that. I think but, it's interesting <sighs> that they do that. But if you do it too much, it's like, am I watching Marvel? Right. There's just... There's just a difference in the soul of Star Wars from Mar- I mean, the yeah. MCU. There just is. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Star Wars got the spiritual side. Right. And it's much more, I think, metaphorical and mythological. But yeah. Anyway, the point. My point was, my gut reaction to seeing him was negative, and it just felt like, um. I'll just say it. It just felt like a dude bro move to put him in it. Like I, it did. It felt like a dude bro move. It felt like a uh, middle finger to the Luke from TLJ. But mm. that was just my gut reaction. Okay. When I, it, and it would, didn't even take me but maybe 15, 20 minutes to feel differently after that. Mm. Because it was like, Okay, this is a friggin' cameo. It's a five-minute cameo. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can look at it that way, definitely. And it, and and then after a little bit, even longer, maybe watching it again a second time because I think we watched it right away again. Uh, it was like, it literally, it doesn't matter that it was Luke Skywalker. Yeah, in a way, yeah. It doesn't matter to a single person in that room. 
Who, oh, yeah, in the room, yeah. Who picked him up? Yeah, I know. They're all just like, whoa, it's a dude. It doesn't really matter <laughs> to the story. No, no. Because it's not going to be the Luke Skywalker trains Grogu show. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It, and, I mean, if it is, then I'm out, because that's silly. Um. So, the only people that it mattered to were the people watching the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, inherently... There is a level of, of fan service to it. And there's yeah, a level I mean, of people wanting to see Luke, um, you know, kicking ass with the green lightsaber. Um, I don't know. How did you feel initially, like, when you realized what was happening? Gut reaction? Yeah. Uh, gut reaction, I was like... I mean, that was my first thought, actually, was that it was... Uh, the safest choice uh-huh. and that they are just like so scared to make new choices. <laughs> like, like honestly, I, and I don't blame them because the, the flack that like Lucasfilm has been receiving because of the choices that were made. Right. I mean, I, like I don't blame them for wanting to stay safe, but I was really hoping it was going to be somebody who has no background. And then maybe this could be a, a, a stage of development for that character. Hmm. Other rather than Luke, I mean, I like when my cameos feature some sort of development. Like when we saw Ahsoka, there was development, clearly, right? Yeah, yeah. Luke does not develop in this scene. <laughs> he pops in and pops out. In fact, I would right? say he, whatever the opposite of develop is, he's weird. He's or... weird. He doesn't even seem like Luke Skywalker to me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But, like, I guess I'm just looking in the in the front of, like, I want to see the character grow in a scene when they're that important to Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. that level of importance. Like, because we already know that character. Exactly. Like, like that's what exactly. I'm saying. I already know Luke. <laughs> so everybody already... I mean, I understand why people want to see it. And, honestly, I was down to see him wreck droids. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I mean, I did not. I did not have an aversive reaction to that. I did, however, I wished that there was more combat with those droids. Like, there was not enough. And I, I think there should have been more because they were cool and new. So that's my point, is that they stray from that, I guess. Like, when the, when the going is tough and they're like, okay, we could, like, change up the game. They never do. So they never did with Marvel. I mean, I, th- I think Star Wars is a little closer to that. Like, it's close with with, like... I don't know what's an example of something they've done. I mean, honestly, the whole first season, I thought the whole first season was crazy. Honestly, yeah, they yeah. were making they were making leaps with that. I mean, I, Baby Yoda, like that's literally that's one of the biggest leap. leaps they could have made. Yeah, it's a huge leap. And the show would have flunked if that failed. Yes. Right. So, yes. I'm saying they should have made a bigger leap, I guess. But it doesn't upset me that it's Luke. So. Okay. Um. Y- uh, yeah. Fine. I know you agree with that. No, I do. It's just I do you, agree with that. But I am also not tapped into the like the Dubro side of things, and I know you've experienced how, like that to a very large extent. So I don't understand why seeing that is like, like dang it. It just gave know? me a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. And I will say, the second time I watched the episode, I liked it better. The first time, really? okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting into the second time I witnessed it. Mm. But my gut reaction was more like. It was more like how do I explain how do I describe this? It was it was just like okay. 
Like, I, I felt nothing, basically, is kind of what I'm saying. I didn't feel, like, I didn't feel gross. I didn't feel, like, hyped. I just was, like, for sure. Like, like, <laughs> like I, honestly, like, honestly, if I was Lucasfilm, if I was Filoni or... Favreau. I'm sorry, dude. Favreau, I always forget his name. I think it's because there's two F names. Maybe. And now it, like, messes with me. If I were them, I would have made that call, I think. Because you just gotta play safe now. Otherwise, people get so upset and are butthurt about everything. So it's kind of like, <laughs> dude, like, I get it. I know why they did it. And honestly, again, after watching it the second time, I, like you say, he's a cameo. Like, he doesn't take it. He doesn't take the the essence of the Mandalorian, I guess, away from me. It was just like, like, I don't know. I, my Pete, my, um, my excitement, like, raises really quickly and comes back down. Okay. Because I'm back at the Mandalorian level. You know what I mean? Well, okay. That's confusing. That was part... That was... This is probably the biggest issue I have with using Luke. Oh. That it zapped me. What do you mean? Oh. It zapped me so hard... For the ending? That I... That's unfortunate. That I did not fully appreciate the emotional climax that they have been building to for two seasons of this show, which was... The moment with Din and Grogu. See. It did. I literally, I just felt yeah. like I was exhausted. I got you, yeah. I and, mean, the whole episode, there's a lot happening. And then it's But like, that was what really took me out of it. Okay. Was, was that cameo. It mm-hmm. was just a lot. Mm-hmm. And it made me mad. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I should, I should have been on that sofa crying my eyes out. Yeah, yeah. And That's I. It's unfortunate barely it barely here, even yeah. phased me yeah same here. yeah that's what i'm saying like like i was like okay and, <laughs> like <clears throat> like and i see your point kind of response some of that might have been because i fully fully knew that that scene was going to happen like my friend laura yeah. on twitter had literally beat for beat yeah i know predicted exactly what happened with him taking off the helmet with the little hand on his cheek with the crying and the heartfelt Goodbye. I mean, how else was it going to happen? I know, but she (laughs) literally... The hand on the face is a good call. I was just like, what? That's awesome, dude. If anything... She must have been freaking. uh, I know. But see, and I'm not saying that that took it away from me, because I really don't think that's what took me, took it away from me. I think what got me was the gut reaction of Luke Skywalker showing up, which I just really wish that... It was someone else. <laughs> well, what, I'm, what I was going to say... Maybe that... I guess that's on What me. I was going to say... You're good. What I was going to say is that if they had switched Ahsoka and Luke, hear me out. If Ahsoka had come to the rescue, and I know she's not a Jedi, so it doesn't really work, I guess. Yeah, but, but if she we're probably talking about, felt him reaching if out. If we're talking about the impact and how it disturbed you... For like the climactic point of the moment of the of the season of the show, like I feel like Ahsoka making a cameo is a lesser character. Wait, are you talking w- about if she came back? Like if we still have the Ahsoka episode? No, no, no. We have the Luke. Ep- it's a Luke episode. Uh, Hear me out, though. Jedi fa- or Star Wars Battlefront, they yeah. had a whole mission where you played as Luke, out of nowhere, like you played as Luke, and it worked. It worked really well. There was development. You saw development because he was on this planet. I'm not going to go on a tangent. He's on this planet looking for, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, big one, looking for a an observatory that Palpatine had on this planet, okay? And he runs into this Imperial pilot, okay? Mm-hmm. 
and you see them forge a bond. They literally forge a bond. He forges a bond with this guy. So there's development, and it works because of that. Like, it works. So if they had done that, or maybe if they had just shown some sort of development in this one moment, I would have understood. And would have been cool with it. Okay. I'm really stuck that's on a, that point. The development thing. Idea. The development thing. There's none of it. So that's why I'm like, really? Like, y'all who like Luke so much? Like, this feels lowball to me. It, it's a five, I, I would it's be a, mad. It's a five minute cameo. Exactly. I would be upset. I would be like, I want a bigger moment. I want to, I want right. to, I want to see growth. Yes. And there is growth with his power, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. But again, you talked about it earlier. They didn't make it like a, they didn't make it like a statement. It was just like, you kind of have to infer that I guess he's got powers, but it can also be confused with just satisfying the, what did you call them? Bro dudes. Right. So it doesn't seem very authentic to me, I guess. Yeah. It seems low-balled. That's, that's the thing. Like, I think they, they blew their Luke moment. Like, I think yeah. they should have Like, they could, they should have done it. I think it works because, again, like, this, like, the biggest story right now is that Luke is training these dudes at this place. And well, all that's even, about to go down. Not even yet. Like, this oh, is it's years just before and years before. This is okay. when he's running around gathering artifacts and stuff like that oh see okay that's i mean okay sort of like ben right. solo is a four-year-old so he's oh not yeah oh yeah, 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 yeah. you're right you're right yeah that's all right yeah yeah you're uh, that's my bad but but yes i think that's my point is i, I don't think like that's why i didn't feel gross about it because it felt like maybe he should have been there yeah but I it wasn't i i don't the error man the essence i guess was not there the problem the whole Here's, I told you already, like, why I feel gross. I feel yeah. like I, my, I just feel in my gut like they wanted their Luke moment. And they yeah. just couldn't help themselves. Yeah. Um, but and, I didn't say And they though. thought this was a good time to do it. But really, I feel like if they had waited and used him in a more... In, uh, emotionally impactful way. Oh, I mean, yeah, that too. To the story, but here, okay, here's to the story. Yeah, here's me being Bendu now. All right, flip, wait, wait, wait. Can I make one more coin. point? Can I make one more point though? Keep yeah. that in mind. I was also gonna say, I think. Um. Oh no. Dang it! No, I forgot it. You, you just keep going. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe yeah. I'll say something. Maybe. Okay, flipping the coin. Mm-hmm. Some point yesterday, I started, I watched it again. I think I've watched it like three or four times now at this point. I started seeing clues. Like maybe they're not there. Maybe I'm just wishing that it's something other than Favs and Filoni just being bro dudes and wanting their Luke moment. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I I have to say it. Okay. Okay. I was going to (laughs) say... The way that Darth Vader is used versus the way Luke is used. There's no contest. Like, like there, like it is. Cl- and I'm talking about the way Darth Vader is using. Rogue One. Well, Rogue One. I was actually going to say Clone Wars, because he does make oh, a yeah, cameo yeah. in Clone Wars, and that I mean, in Rogue One, he's a character. He appears multiple times. Yes. In this scene, and I'm not. I don't, uh, that might have been a spoiler. Actually, I probably shouldn't have said that. About Rebels. Clone Wars. Oh, what do you mean? The end of the new season. Oh, okay. Sorry if I spoil it. I mean... 
I'm I'm very I'm normally very conscious of that. Okay. But anyway, well, anyway, the way he's introduced in that scene at the very end is like you see him. He doesn't even say anything. I believe nope, there's no dialogue. But you see him have an emotional reaction. You see his progress as a character. You find he finds the Sokka's lightsaber, right? I believe is that is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, and he doesn't like throw it away. Like he actually like holds it. It's like oh, like like he actually cares. He cares. He does care. Like he or at least he remembers caring you know mm, yeah like it's not totally gone like that's a that's like a um um a checkpoint i guess for his character development like mm-hmm. they show you that yeah in a very small amount of time less time than i actually think luke is on the screen in this oh way less time. i mean yeah it's so like it's possible i don't know why they didn't minutes. do it it's just like throw something in there okay but or, okay but, i mean yeah, yeah yeah but you go on this I, I'm, I'm just you see my point i guess i do see your point and i want to and I want to reference Vader, actually. Oh, because, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, I see what you were trying I've, to do. You were trying I've, to make a segue. <laughs> you always mess up my segues, but that's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's fine, dude. Fine. I was. The, I don't fine. always mess them up. I sometimes give you good ones that you, I, that you didn't even see coming. Sometimes. You know but this. Most of the time, you just are like, "But I have one more point." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <sighs> I'm trying to stay on the road, and you're just making me go in the ditch. Mm. Uh. Filoni has said on more than one occasion that Vader in Rebels was such a powerful presence, and he, he knows it, everybody knows it, that if you have him in it too much, like, you have to be really, um, you have to have some uh, restraint mm-hmm. with Vader. You can't just have him in it all the time. Yeah, all right. Or he will... And that's some good thinking. Take over the show, basically. And it was never about... Rebels was never about Vader. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's true. And then, you know, other people have said similar things about Luke Skywalker, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, okay. So they So we have to assume Filoni knows this. Yeah. We have to assume that he has a very good grip on the fact that he knew if we bring Luke Skywalker into this story, even if it's only a five minute cameo, it's going to detract from the attention of the Mandalorian story. Yeah. yeah. That's assumption number one. He knows this. Mm-hmm. Assumption number two is. And we know this from the episode with Ahsoka, that they they fully understand the concept and are aware of the concept that taking children away from their bonded caregiver, whether it be a parent or whatever, is a bad move. Like, they come right out <laughs> yeah, and Ahsoka says it. Yeah. She refuses to train this child because... Solely because he is bonded to Din, and yeah. she just wants no part of it because she saw what happened when yeah. that's how Anakin started out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's an idea that was developed in kind of the sequel trilogy. I can't even. Well, they but I'm no. I'm just saying it, it goes way back. I guess maybe that's this realm of thinking. So I'm with you. Yeah. But I'm just saying they are aware of both of those things. Clear, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So bringing Luke into this, yeah. As I'm as I'm rewatching the episode a couple of times, I just keep noticing more and more 
um, like reference points to Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. The shuttle we already talked about. Yep. How Palpsy and, um, uh, you know, just taunting. Yeah, yeah. Space guesses. Yeah. There, it is a very similar scene to, you know, Palps and Return of the Jedi and Snoke in the Last Jedi. It, it just it it it's the same flavor, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So that stuff is happening. Then <clears throat> we get Luke showing up in all black. Uh huh. And a black robe. In a black robe. In a black robe, oh, like dude. black head to toe. Yes. Then we get a hallway massacre. Yeah. This was like a sticking point for me. Uh, I see what you're right saying. Right away, man. because I was like, "Holy, are you kidding me?" I mean, I guess I caught that, but I didn't really catch what you're. A getting third at. hallway massacre. Oh, sorry. Not only three in the last four years, but two of them in 2020. With Dave Filoni involved in them, right? Maul in the hallway massacre in the in the Clone Wars. Also, the fact that like Vader's a Skywalker, (laughs) and Vader from Rogue One. Yeah. So we have. And he's holding it. He's holding it to. Okay, hold on. So we have two dark siders, like dark, dark, dark siders. Right. And a hallway massacre. That's a theme, boy. And Luke Skywalker. Yeah, it's a theme. And a hallway massacre. Mm-hmm. One time? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Two times? Saw you twice. <laughs> hang on. Three times? It's a theme. What is the theme? The theme apparently is, <laughs> if you take those three characters and what was happening um, in the first two with Vader and Maul, clearly dark side behavior... Killing humans as opposed to droids, yes. Yeah. But still, black, shadowy figure. Yeah, yeah. He's got his demons, brother. He's dressed like them. What? He's wearing all black. What you mentioned about the screen and and how how the screen is in black and white. Yeah. Which I think is a very good point. He's got no white on the... He's got no, he's got no gray area. Yeah. It's black or it's white. Yeah. That's just, that's just where he is mm-hmm. right now. And we know how that ends up. It's bad. He ain't into the spectrum. He doesn't get it. He's not the Bindu. He's the anti-Bindu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't understand. He kind of is. He doesn't understand the balance yet. He thinks he does. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get this weird DS I mean, yeah. Musical quote. <laughs> that is sus. Twice. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Not once, but twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's, you know, doing all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, okay, fine. He's quote unquote killing the droids. But, I mean, would you really use the DSRA in that no. context? <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean, Okay. Maybe. Okay, okay, hear me out, though. Hear but me out. But it seems weird to me. Hear me out. You remember in Last Jedi when he used the Imperial March as, like, that music for when Luke was walking out of the uh, crate, like, Well, it wasn't facility? the Imperial March. It was, like, a play on it. 
Well, so was this. This was not the Dia Serie. Oh, my God. I know I'm, you're going to okay, tell me, me out. it's not exactly the Dia Serie. I don't care. It's so freaking close it is, that it counts as Dia Serie. listen? <laughs> no, listen. I'm not. Because I am not getting Just I'm, listen. Because he has been, had this, like, darker music played underneath him, I guess, already. Like, it's not the first time, it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I still say that that Imperial March-ish music that J-Dubs wrote for TLJ. Like, why did he do that? I still wonder this. It's it's a <laughs> I think it's a reference back to facing off with you know, he's a descendant of Anakin facing off in a, oh. against another descendant of Anakin and it's just Yeah, maybe that's true. It's just this I don't know, but I love that moment, it was brilliant. But I don't yeah. this was just yes, okay, fine. Not exactly the DSRA, but close enough. That wasn't enough. even what I was saying. I was just saying it wasn't. It's not a big deal. It clearly is inspired by. It's the same notes. It's, it's, it's like just... a repeated. One of the notes is repeated, and then the next note. Is I mean, it's not, it's not like a Chikino quote. It's like an actual. It's like done well. It's not perfect, <laughs> but it's yeah. close. It's so freaking close that my ear heard it easily, and I'm not always one that can hear it easily. I'm just looking out for you. Somebody, somebody might come up with you in the comments and be like, "Um, it's not actually." I know. I I out for you. I. Oh. Gotta let it go. I understand it's not an exactly perfect <laughs> okay. quote, but it's damn close, and my ear caught it, so that means it was really close if my ear caught it. It is. It actually, actually, it's cool because in the str- so there's kind of three layers to the music. There's, there's, um, I'm about to do like my devs description where I like talk about the. Okay. Can I make my point though first before we do that? Well, we're talking about the music. No, no, no. I'm trying to reach a point. Oh, oh, I didn't know All that. of this All is right. moving towards a point. All right. I thought we were just listing things. No, I'm listing things that are sus, is okay, what I'm okay. saying. All right. Something else was that this CGI performance of Luke Skywalker mm. was bad. I'm sorry. I apologize, <laughs> but it was bad. <laughs> okay. The reason it was bad, bad in quotes, quotation marks, is because he shows no emotional response mm-hmm. the man walks in the room and sees a frigging baby yoda yeah and he has zero response to that yeah, zero emo- zero facial expressions zero emotional response he's super extremely robotic yeah i mean that that, that might just be performance though it could be so. it could be a function of that cgi costing a fortune Costing a million man yeah, hours. Like maybe it's hard to... And it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. But the voice, though, like the writing of the script itself is not very, like... Well, he barely speaks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when he does, he's saying suspicious stuff. Like, yeah. training do- t- talent doesn't matter. Training matters more than talent. Like, uh, excuse me? Yeah, that's a little sus. Oh, that. I mean, who yeah. goes on and on and on about training for three, um, <laughs> like, right, yeah. the prequels? Like, yeah, yeah. here's our Jedi Academy. Here's us taking children away from their parents. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, they were clearly trying to depict him as a Jedi in this scene. Like, traditional Jedi, I think. Yes, but all of this added up after I watched it a few times. To me now wondering, was that the point? Yeah. yeah. Was the point of this not? Is this is this a very extremely meta 
thing that's, that's also, happening with yeah. the fans who are eating this up. Yeah, man. <laughs> are they playing with us? Because uh, did they they obviously knew putting Luke know, into this I episode know. was going to cause not, a I'm huge, sa- huge wave of nostalgia. And people were going to, certain people were going to absolutely love it. And other people were going to be like, he just took that baby away from that father. That is awful. And the Jedi have been doing that for generations. And when is he going to learn? And why is everybody cheering this? This is bad. And then the other side of the field is like, this is the best thing that ever happened. I finally got to see Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Quote, unquote, be a real Jedi, even though he's really not. He's just killing a bunch of robots. Yeah. 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 It. Did they do, are they, did they set us up? I don't know, bro. On purpose? I don't know. I mean, I actually, this is interesting because my friend, I have a friend who is very much in love with Grogu and he, he just watched the episode and he told me that, or he told me and my friends that we have a group chat. He told us that he did not have a reaction. Like he was reacting to Luke until Grogu was taken away. And he was sad. Like, he was not cool with Luke at that point. He was like, why is he taking him? I think that's the... So. I think that's maybe what they were going for. Yeah. It's, it's maybe. possible. I could very much be giving you them way too much... the door closing. I'm, I'm going to, oh, but okay. I'm maybe giving them too much credit. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but that's good writing, though. Or maybe it was both. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they were just like, we can have our cake and eat it too. We can have our Luke Skywalker moment and also our meta. meta See, that's why are it. you so happy about Luke Skywalker perpetrating the same sins when you know that's bad? Yeah. Why are you so excited to see him when he's dressed in black and I'm going to play the DSRA over him like coming in? And then we're going to have him walk through a door opening shaped like a coffin. Yeah. And we're going to have that hallway lined with coffin shapes. It comes out of smoke. <laughs> just like the First Order shit. Like, we see Kylo. Dude's wearing a black hood. Yeah. Like, that is sus. <laughs> that coffin shape is straight out of um, TFA. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's... On the ship, yeah. where where Kylo is, with him in the room. Right. Like what hints, is what is this? Like what is this? Ha- and then, well, I have written down when he's walking. We're I'm skipping kind of over the emotional scene. We'll talk about it in a minute. But when he finally takes Grogu, and there and he's leaving, and he's walking down the hallway, and there's this emotional music playing but underneath it and like i think it's above it actually it's was it above it high-pitched thing it's a violin there's this freaking dissonance yeah it's weird it's really weird yeah it's like a shot of the gang it's not of gogu it's of the gang of everybody in the room um it's on like din being sad and like all that and that that i think it's on him too though like it it might cut over but yeah maybe yeah maybe but the point is like it's weird how dissonant that note is. It's, it's not part of the weird. chord at all. So. And then, you know, yes, okay, I said it a couple weeks ago, I think, Ludwig is saving the Force theme for a very important moment. Yeah. 
and they did they did play the force theme for the first time when luke is standing there when he first takes off his hood and everything i don't know how i feel about that like if they're if they're different if they're trying to subliminally, like very subtly tell us that this is a bad idea that he's taking this kid and we shouldn't be happy about it, then why is the force theme playing? Because when the force theme is playing, in my opinion, usually that means like it's it's the point of view of the force Whoa. saying, yes, this resonates with me and this is good. Um, did you forget about Battle of the Heroes, though? I don't know. There's a huge statement of the Force theme in that one, remember? Like well... When, when, yeah, there's a few. I don't know. I, I mean, that's remember. been used in, like... But this is... Okay, but the Force theme... it You know, according to David Collins, David W. Collins, I mean, is yeah, the true. most used motif in, in all of... Yeah, definitely. The first two trilogies, and then I think he even probably in the in the in the sequel trilogy but it's, okay. it's just, they I mean, use yeah. it all the time they were saving it for this you yeah. know yeah. for a reason yeah but i can't help but see all these other things saying the opposite saying like don't be happy about luke skywalker coming and taking this kid right like don't be excited that you just saw him being violent like Darth Maul and Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. But they knew that that was their response. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know how much credit to give them. Right. For for maybe trying to make a statement saying Luke showing up to take this baby is bad. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm really, really hoping. Like, John Favreau... I just saw is going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow morning. He's going to have an oh. interview. And the behind the scenes um, yeah. series on Disney Plus starts, Chris starts Christmas Day. Let's go. But we got a long way to go to get to like the last. <laughs> it's going to be weeks before anybody comments on Luke Skywalker being in this probably. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't okay. think, yeah. I don't think they're going to say anything about it for a while. Because, you know, those drop one week at a time just like the show does. Oh, yeah. Dang it. So annoying. And, you know, he does say, Luke does say, he wants your permission. He doesn't just, like, snatch him and run. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He does say, you know, Grogu's hesitating, and he tells Din he wants your permission. Um, Din gives him permission to go. They have their very emotional moment. But then also Luke says he will, uh, he is strong with the force, but talent without training is nothing. Nothing. That's. It's a little sus. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. And then the line that made me want to throw things at the TV. I will give my life to protect the child. Correct. <laughs> no, you won't. Luke Skywalker, who. <laughs> momentarily considered murdering his own nephew <laughs> true i was real mad about that like that made me actually mad when he said that i didn't see you get mad i was internally mad there was a lot going on so i was <laughs> yeah, only I mad guess. long enough until then i was like okay i gotta pay attention to what's going on right um but he will not be safe until he masters his abilities hmm. well he probably was going to be safe if he stayed with mando but i'm just saying <laughs> 
And he delivers this about as emotionally as a rock. Yeah, it's not well delivered. Certainly. I just, I, it's just there was no, and then R2 comes out and I tear up. Oh. Because R2 actually is emo- is very oh, yeah, emotional <laughs> and excited. Yeah. And is like literally probably saying, good Lord, it's a baby Yoda. <laughs> Are you seeing this? Look, it's a baby Yoda. Like, yeah, what yeah. the? What? Yeah. And they're, like, getting excited and being cute together. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they show Luke with his dark, sh- dead shark eyes again, just, like, standing there staring at him, like, <laughs> Stepford It reminded me of Stepford Wise is what it reminded me of. His... I don't know what that is. Flat but... affect. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was flat. You gotta watch Stepford Wise if you've never seen it. It's actually a okay. good... It's a really good movie. Okay. Um, but they're robots. Like that's the that's the thing. Oh. So if he was just very, very unemotional and very robotic. Yeah. yeah and yeah. when he finally leaves and he gets back on the elevator, he's literally just like staring forward. <laughs> yeah. And that very aggressive door slams shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the end. Well, more Maybe or less. Maybe has like a shink like a like a cage shutting. Yeah. Sound. I just, I'm sorry, like, again, I could be getting them, I'm, could be just, really, it's just, like, me searching for more meaning in this than just, um, a video game moment of Luke Skywalker <laughs> killing a bunch of robots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm- Well, t- it is for kids, right? <laughs> but maybe it's me. Right, right, I right. just want it to mean more, and maybe it just, they, that was not their intent at all. But I'm really, really... I mean, if it means that to you, why does it matter? Because I don't want to be had, oh. you know? <laughs> okay. I'm tired of being had. <laughs> okay. I did not like being had by, okay. by Rise of Skywalker, and I will not allow it to happen again. Like, I won't okay. allow it. All right. Um, that was... What, it was really funny. Like, Dad was real concerned about me watching this finale. He's like, are you going to be okay if things happen that you don't like mm-hmm. and I'm like, you mean like if Boba Fett dies? No, I'm going to be furious actually. And I probably won't watch the show anymore. And the podcast yeah. is over because that is just, <laughs> yeah, that is just bullshit. I'm sorry yeah. if that happens. Yeah. Um, but I said, but other than that, I can't think of anything. Well, maybe killing Bo-Katan. I would have been real upset too. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, I couldn't think of anything that would make me, furious like yeah depressed like rise of skywalker did this does not make me furious or depressed yeah yeah yeah. it's just like huh now i'm just wondering what was the intent yeah i'm sure we'll know i don't know i don't know if they're ever they're gonna pretty vocal about i their don't know intent. if they're gonna speak about it other than just to say luke's having luke skywalker be the one that answers the call makes the most sense Maybe it does, but it's also the easiest and the laziest. Yeah. Unless they were making a statement about Luke being on the wrong track. Like, here we go, down the wrong path. Yeah. Because honestly, it reeks of Anakin leaving Shmi. I agree. It reeks of it. Yeah, I agree. And if they didn't make that connection on purpose... <laughs> Knowingly, 
yeah. then I don't know that you should be writing Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> then you're kind of clueless. Like, yeah, it's... I agree. I'm sure they did, dude. Again, Avatar. Dog. <laughs> which I, av- I have, like, all Which I gotta... Avatar are you talking about now? The show. No, I know, but which part? I'm just saying the whole show. Like... But he's good at writing. I think he knew. I think he knows. Favreau? He's the one that's Filoni, writing it. Filoni, dude. Yeah, but Filoni's not writing it. I mean, he's consulted. I Yes, but I don't know how much. Like, and that's another theory. Also, he watches 2001. <laughs> Bro? I know you keep pulling that out of your hat. Of, not, like, Favreau doesn't suck. Look, he loves 2001. Dude? <laughs> I'm... Pretty positive, probably JJ hasn't seen 2001. So oh, yes, yes he has. Everybody I doubt that it. every doubt filmmaker it. on earth has seen 2001. Mm, yes, debatable. they have. Debatable. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really on the fence about it now, and I don't know what to believe. And I'm dying to know. And if they never address it, that's gonna irritate me, like. If you're going to be putting this out there purposefully yeah. <laughs> to be a meta experiment, yeah. then you better own it own it, and tell people that. Otherwise, right. you're wasting your time. Like, They're just going to go on living their lives thinking that you guys hated The Last Jedi and you did this on purpose just to give a middle finger to Ryan Johnson. Like, yeah. It, and if that wasn't it, then you should probably say so. <laughs> yeah, probably. And even if it... And even if you don't say that, then at least own up to the fact that you had Luke Skywalker in your arsenal and you were going to use him because who doesn't want to write a scene with Luke Skywalker battling robots with his green lightsaber? Yeah. Whatever the whatever the intent was, please own it. That's all I ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike some people. <laughs> Just own it. Just say it. Yeah, I agree. Even if you're going to piss people off, like... Why not at this point? Just say that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess that's all I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> I did write a droid outacted Luke Skywalker bot. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, Unfortunately. Oh, you did mention that uh, walking away felt like an ET. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Moment, both orchestrally yeah, yeah, yeah. and emotionally. Yeah. But I think that's when you notice, like, there's some weird dissonance going on. Well, not at the very end, but, yeah, like, right before that. Yeah. So, um... Oh, yeah, I did note there were a couple of lines that were... TFA quotes of interest. Oh, he says to Grogu, or Din says to Grogu, I'll see you again, I promise, which was very much similar to what Ray says to Finn after he's, like, been injured and in the back to tank or whatever. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> don't be afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime there's a Kylo line even close to being quoted, I'm like, Because eh? eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know every single line of his of backwards course. and forwards. Yes. Um. All right, so the emotional, what should have been the emotional climax, and and I do have a lot of friends who were like, I was bawling. <laughs> so it didn't get lost on everyone. Yeah, this is good. Which is good, because I was disappointed that I felt like I was robbed of that. Right, right. Um, 
but going back and watching it again after obviously knowing and actually watching the performance, ugh, <laughs> it was quite the moment. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, what was? What was? Grogu and Din. Oh, of course. Having their moment. Of course, dude. Honestly, I, so I, I should say, the first time I did not tear up at all, but watching it the second time, I teared up, but I did not, I don't think I, I, I teared up at the very end. Like, not the Din Grogu moment. When they were walking away. With the music, yeah. Oh, because then they, oh, not only is, like, the music beautiful, but then he quotes the Mando theme in, like, a very um, heart-wrenching way. Yeah, dude. Oh, and, like, Pedro is standing there, and he's just got these tears in his eyes. It's like... This is terrible. He's Luke's, feeling it, bro. Luke Skywalker, you're a monster. <laughs> all right. An all right. actual monster. Chill, bro. Chill, bro. Chill with that. But that being said, we, you and I, and a lot of people felt like this was not going to be a happy, happy. I mean, yeah. Like the first season was. Yeah. They needed something. This is your, this is your, you know... Everybody calls it darker middle chapter. Oh. And it's going to end sadly. Like we had two theories. He was either it was going to end with him leaving, Grogu leaving, or snatched. But we um, got both. I didn't think he was going to get snatched again. <laughs> oh, I no, 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 thought... no, before that happened though. We thought he was going to Oh yeah, yeah. But I thought it was either going to end with him leaving because he's gone too dark. Mm. Or just leaving, period. Just to go off with whoever Jedi shows up. Right. Um, and I have to say, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't, like you said, get a little brave and have him seem like he's slipping towards the dark side yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping they would do but that. Again, yeah, but again, bro, like... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean. Also, you have to think business sense wise. Like that is the thing that keeps people watching. So many people watching this show. So like, if they change their most valuable asset to something else, I'm not saying to risk, bro. I'm not saying make him literally straight up dark side. But I'm saying like, give us a little more of what we saw him doing to the stormtroopers. I guess, yeah. but have him doing it to someone that we know is an ally, like. If Bo and um, Din had kind of started getting aggressive at each other over the Darksaber. Yeah. With Grogu there and him not liking that. Yeah. Maybe have him do a little force choke on her or something again. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like show that there is a really pressing reason why he should allow his kid to go off and be trained. I agree. That I would have been I would have been very satisfied if they had just done something little like that. To show that, yeah, oh, he that. maybe needs some guidance. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is get gonna, him out of here, bro. It could possibly get scary. Yeah. Because he is really power- powerful. Um, so, yeah. It was, upon rewatching, very heart-wrenching. Yeah. And I've had people tell me that their kids are really, really upset. Ooh. Yikes. And that yeah. makes me sad. Yeah. Um, but... Maybe that's another kind of piece of evidence because kids get it. Like kids understand things on a level that adults don't sometimes because mm-hmm. junk the gets noise. in your way. Yeah, they understand like 
on a gut level that they should not be happy about Grogu going off to be trained. Right, right, right. With that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, I think I said this earlier when we were, I can't remember if I said this when we were recording or if I said this last night when we were talking, but the whole, like, Grogu watching Luke enter the scene, watch, uh, the whole Din watching Grogu watch Luke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You made a cool point about that. And how it's very, like... I mean, first things first, it's another parenting thing, parenting moment, right, yes. I would say, yeah. in, in, in a way. Watching, like, watching your kid watch your childhood hero type of mm-hmm. vibe, there's clearly that, but it's also, like, a Star Wars meta thing. It's, like, watching your kid watch Star Wars, basically, you know? Yeah. And I think this ending, if I'm thinking on that level of metaphor, is kind of, like, like, you're watching your... I mean, the parenting level of metaphor, I mean. Mm-hmm. You're watching, like, your kid, like, move out or, like, start a life. Oh. And big he's time. gone, basically. This was that a feeling. big time sending your kid away to college. Yeah, or something. something. Getting caught your, up in life or something. Sit, sending your kid away. And we already had that moment where he dropped him off at, like, kindergarten. Yeah, but he was still his, like, parent, though. I know, but I'm saying, like, they have hit on so many big parenting moments this season. Yeah. That that definitely, metaphorically, can you can see that in this. It's like, uh, yeah, that is a really tough moment as a parent. I can attest. Right. But it's also kind of funny because of the other on the other side of the coin, it's like if you go with this watching your kid do Star Wars, it's like weird that. Like, you'd think he's crying watching Star Wars take him. <laughs> so. But. But again, maybe it's meta. <laughs> maybe they're like, yo. It's, it's It can be very meta. It's like, well, yeah. Star Wars lately has been rough. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what well, that's... not even lately. Just kind of always has been rough. Yeah. For people to deal with yeah. sometimes. I don't know. Just a thought. But definitely the parenting thing. Like, that's. Okay. That's clear to me. And I just want to be clear. Grogu's coming back. Do people not think that? People think... I don't know. After a couple days, I feel like they're like, yeah, he's coming back. But initially, like that first 24 hours, people were really upset. Like, is this literally the end? (laughs) Because of... Okay, and I'll say because of the epilogue to this episode with Boba Fett, and and a misunder what I think is a very um, important misunderstanding about what that epilogue means. They were like, "Is this the end?" Mm. It's not the end. Let's well, no. It's definitely not. <laughs> That'd the be end. such bad writing if they called it the Mandalorian and it was like the. And end. also, Bob Chapik, Mister Marketing, um, dude or whatever his background is, merchandising marketing. Do you really think? He's ending Baby Yoda right now. <laughs> There's no possible freaking way. <laughs> There's no chance. They, no. There's no chance. He's coming back. <laughs> but, um, what, but what? My question is how soon is he going to come right, back, right, actually? Right, right, right. Yes. Because first episode would be weird. No, no, no. It's going to be a while, I think. So I wonder if it's going to flunk. What's going to flunk? The Mandalorian. The rates. I don't think so. The viewing rate. I don't think so. If Brave, if if Grogu's not in the episode, I feel well. They have to have some when he's not in the episode. It's not going to go on that long though. If it's another eight season season or eight episode season three, better not be. My guess would be we are not getting past episode four without Baby Yoda. Oh, dude, we're not getting past episode two. 
We've only had one episode in the entire series where it's been no Grogu. I know, but I think they have big... Which I like, but... I think they have a big... They have a a lot of rows to hoe before they can I guess. bring Baby Yoda back into it. Um, I figured I was going to say now. Dang it. Ugh, shoot. Oh, the thing that... The other thing that made me, like, super sad and upset was literally like they don't ask his name they don't know who he is they don't know how to get a hold of him ever luke yeah (laughs) i guess yeah i don't know how that would work i don't either like what are you expecting like my question is how is he gonna come back in what way in what world does he come back like in in what timeline would it make sense that he returns to the the scene you know who baby yoda yeah well, I was thinking maybe they are planning on doing that dark side stuff. I, me too. Like maybe he shows signs of it and he's like, no, give him back. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I still think we're going to see some It'd be boring. dark sidey Grogu stuff. Yeah, I hope so. And also I was disappointed. I really thought he was going to talk finally. True. <laughs> but I guess they're saving that for something else. Do you think else. it's going to be Frank Oz? Oh, yeah, we talked about this. I... Dude, what is Bob Bergen? I know. Honestly, Bob that would be Bergen. perfect. He does Tweety Bird, doesn't he? No, or Porky he does Pig. Porky Pig. Yeah, but like that's kind of like a but he does goofy voice. He does little he does little squeaky animals all the time. Yeah, see, Bob Bergen. If you don't know, Bob Bergen is a oh, voice sorry. actor extraordinaire. He's Wee. literally a, a legend in the industry. Best friends. <laughs> <laughs> we are friends, like actual person. Dad friends. is actually like friend friends with him. Um, well, we know him through his husband, who used to work with my husband. Oh, 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 I thought Bob was the one who worked with him. Okay. No. no. Okay. No, Bob's the voice actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we got really exciting news that Bob's going to be involved with the Bad Batch. Of course, he's not saying how or what or (laughs) Yeah, he gets to play that game now where, like, he can tell everyone he's in it, but he doesn't need to tell anybody why. I know. I wish I could do that. That'd be cool. And I don't even want to know, like, I could probably, like, ask him, like, okay, what? Yeah, okay. Give me a hint. (laughs) But I don't want that responsibility of having that information. No, don't ask him. Let's just wait. Oh, come on. He he would tell me. I don't think we have that much longer to wait for that show, so I think we can wait. I guess. It'll be fun to be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I think he's coming back. Everyone relax. Um, It'll be maybe okay. (laughs) Yeah. He might be a little dark. He might be a little singed. Yeah. <laughs> he might be a little different. But that's what happens when you send your child anywhere, really. Camp. Yeah. Day camp, even. Yeah. And obviously, it changes college. their lives. <laughs> it does. It changes their entire perspective on the world. Yeah, dude. And they come back a different, slightly different, sometimes, majorly different, other times. That's a parent thing. So I do think you're correct. Like, I think that was one of the big things they were getting at. Yeah. Um, I It really upsets me that he has no way to, like, send me a picture, Luke. What's he look? How's he doing? Like, <laughs> How's my boy? I saw somebody, somebody sent me a meme where it's, like, all these texts from Din to Luke. Like, yo. Like, yo. <laughs> make sure, yeah. oh. you know, all these things. He doesn't, like this flavor of ice cream and then the next text you know it's all these like 20 yeah, yeah. texts yeah 
And the last one is Luke answering him, how'd you get this number? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. And I said, this is literally looks like the list that I left with my in-laws the first time I let them keep (laughs) you um, when me and dad had to go to, um, like, out of, we got on a plate, we left, we went to Georgia or something. Yeah. And his parents were watching you and I was like so worried and I had this literal packet of information that I'm sure my mother-in-law was like in the trash (laughs) who cares oh man it's fine I was fine but anyway yeah that was a big it was a feel it was a parenting feel for sure yeah um and great acting with great puppet acting Mm -hmm. and also great Pedro acting. Yeah, I thought that all the with acting the was puppet. Good. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 definitely. And he smiled. We didn't even have to wait like we did with Ben Solo. Yeah, I know. It's kind of handed to you he on a silver platter. Already right? smiled. <laughs> so he's a changed man. There's no question. For sure. But here's the thing. For season three of The Mandalorian. How many things? <laughs> I think he's going. Okay, so this these first two seasons were all about his changing into. A parent, basically. Yeah. But he still has to deal with all this Mandalorian. I know. Yeah. Ism. Maybe that's why he's gone. Maybe that's their goal. It. I think that is the thing. Like, okay, you love this child now, but you still have inner garbage you need to work on, and clearly now so does Bo Katan, and clearly now so does Boba Fett. Like, you guys have some stuff to work out. Like, there's a lot to work out. Yeah. Before we can come together as a a unit of a nation of Mandalorians, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So I really think that's probably going to be what he's working on while Grogu's away. Okay. And then Grogu will come back and then it'll be some, probably let's fight somebody to get Mandalore <laughs> back or yeah. I don't know. Maul, probably. Oh my lord. He's going to be hanging out. No. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Anyone but Maul. He cannot be resurrected again. I Live cannot. action, though? Nope. What if it's Kira? Kira is a villain? That, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we're done with Gideon yet. Oh, oh, of course not. I think he'll be back. But, yeah. Somehow get away or whatever. Probably. Um. Okay, so we get the credits. We get this beautifully written counterpoint classical counterpoint. music. Counterpoint! It makes its way. Uh, you know, right away we notice no concept art. Yeah, I didn't. That was all you. Oh, I thought you did I was too. just in the music. I was not paying attention. No concept art. And I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah. I saw Matt Wood's name in the credits. <laughs> yeah. That's foolish, man. I don't know why they would do that. Like, but dude. I, but the name of the role that he played was way smaller font. Oh. And I couldn't read it because <laughs> I'm blind. Mm. But immediately, like, I didn't even, I wasn't even like, oh, who did Matt Wood play? <laughs> Where was well, he? Who did Matt Wood play? That's weird. I just like, oh, Matt Wood, okay. Yeah. Because my mind was still processing everything. Yeah. But then, you know how it usually like cuts away and puts the credits in a little box off to the side and then tries to force uh, you to watch Clone Wars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That didn't happen. That's, yeah, that's a good catch. I did not catch so that. So as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, <laughs> what's Something's oh. coming. Because I'm like, we didn't get a stinger. We didn't get a stinger. True. Oh, my God. There's going to be a stinger. As soon as I that thought entered my head, the twin sons appeared on the screen, and I was like, holy crap. 
crap, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was terrified it was going to be Maul. Oh. That that was going to be the big reveal of the stinger. Oh. Literally, I was frozen in fear. That okay. That's, they were going to resurrect that guy. Bruh. <laughs> um, but then Bib Fortuna with his staff. Oh, my God. That staff means a lot to me. The action figure had that staff. I know, yeah. That staff is amazing. Yeah, man. Matt Wood was super funny. Yeah. Bib Fortuna. Oh, yes. Uh, the McClunky was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw the Macquarie font on the throne. And again, I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Because, you Why? Know, why I'm obsessed with Macquarie Fox. Okay. <laughs> okay. And why is that there? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. That's weird. a real weird. definite statement of some sort. And it's not weird now. No, but. it's not. But. And it is the best paying of respect. I it is. Say. I it must is. say, it's one of the better things they've ever done for the boy. But so. us being um, throne room aficionados now, I could say, I, I think there's, I think that's fair to yeah, say. Yeah, we can say that. There being a different throne, I was like, mm. huh, and there's Macquarie font on it. That's mm. a little odd. Yeah. Oddly detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Finnick walks in. Yep. And she She's frees like, the slave girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Redemption, <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, I'm just sitting there, like, speechless. I couldn't believe, first of all, any of this <laughs> that was happening. we were happening. at Java's Palace. Yeah, I couldn't believe like, it what? at all. And by the way, may I remind you, you gave Java's Palace, I think, a two. So... <laughs> <laughs> Who's the real fan? Listen. Who's the real no, fan? No, 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 I want to no, no. hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. This is a new throne, though. It's not a big slab for that fat POS to lay on and have slave women, okay? This is a real throne. So I'm, I can rate it separately. Thank you very much. Bogus. Um, so where Fennec is... Boba Fett is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, honestly, I did not connect <laughs> until he walked in. I room. just didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, some that... people felt about Luke Skywalker showing up. Oh, please. <laughs> is how I felt. Put that on the bench, bro. Oh, the minute this, this stinger scene started, I forgot all about Baby Yoda. Like, <laughs> whatever. The Mandalorian did not exist. Don't care about Baby Yoda anymore. Don't care. Don't care. Luke who? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I thought, this is amazing that he's getting the Stinger scene. The two of them are getting... Oh, my God. He's like the king of Tatooine now. <laughs> this is amazing. She is... they. He's throne spreading... He's she's swigging spotchka at his side. What is that? The blue, the alcohol stuff, like the spotchka from the first season. They were oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's that blue glowy stuff. Of course. That would have been enough. Yeah, dude. To make me <laughs> lose my freaking mind. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And then, uh, four oh four error <laughs> in the mind. Absolute four oh four error. <laughs> Just. Actually, I remember you were sitting there just like... Frozen. <laughs> I couldn't move. It was actually I was like, hilarious, man. I literally couldn't move. I was like... I was actually... You know what? I'm mad that I watched it with you, actually, because I was more worried about you than actually excited. 
just want to he let was you know. really worried about. He kept saying, "You're okay. Are you okay? You're okay. You okay?" <laughs> I was nervous, man. Are you I was right, like, dude? You're okay. And I couldn't answer. I was just like, "I've never been so. I don't know that I've ever been so speechless in my life." You don't care about me. All I you do care, care about, about you. Fett. All you care about is Boba Fett. Oh Let's my gosh! This proved to me you care more about Boba Fett than anything else. <laughs> this is it. I always knew. You know I love Boba Fett more than me. No, not more than you. Don't be an idiot. Come How on. Much do you like Ben Solo? Do you like Ben Solo more than Boba Fett? Um, probably yeah. Oh, okay. You're yeah. redeemed. Okay, just making sure. But let's just say when I was naming my top three characters prior to this season. Boba Fett wasn't in that top three, and he might be in that top three now. I mean... After this season. Um, okay, so the words, the book of Boba Fett, pop on the screen. Which is, like, good alliteration, by the way. It was on... Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's not complete, but yeah. But I was, like... It was like I was reading it, but it was... The letters were switching around, and I was just like, what does this mean? I don't understand the... Con- What's a book? I don't even know. Who's Boba Fett? I'm so God confused. God just reaches down. Are you okay? <laughs> My brain wasn't functioning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing I thought was, oh my God, they filed for all those patents to write Boba Fett novels. I don't but know then how I was the like, first thing you think of because I'm stupid. And Honestly. then I was like, there's no way they're announcing books at the end of the show. <laughs> how lame would that be, though? And then it said, and then coming December 2021. And then I think that's really, that was really my, I, I broke, <laughs> like my brain broke because that was the same date timing that Kathleen can, like a week ago, they had a five hour. I know, I know. They pranked the, they pranked you. They ya. pranked the crap out of us. <laughs> I know. It's actually it's got, kind of God tier, kind of a God tier move. It's kind of is. I'm sure they're going to talk about that. In the behind the scenes, like you know how Kennedy and they're all at the table. Yes, I bet you she was oh, gonna be. She was, yeah, we wanted to show it, but uh, if Lone's gonna be like, nah, <laughs> no, <laughs> we were not gonna let that happen, dog. They're gonna have a talk. I, I want to hear that conversation. Really I bad, do too. What they were thinking. I want to know whose decision that was because honestly, brave and amazing. Yes, I like to be rendered speechless in a good way. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite feeling in fandom, to be rendered speechless in a good way. For sure, for sure. Did not see that coming from 50 million miles away. Nah, <clears throat> Even though a Boba Fett series has been rumored for years, the fact that they just had that meeting and they're like, we have 10 Star Wars series coming out. <laughs> yeah. That would never cross Make your mind. Make it 11! Make it 11. It's 11. It's 11. They took it to 11. So they did. They, they did actually take it to 11. You know someone made that joke. Oh, yeah, probably. They, You know someone did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's the other thing. My pal Josh on Twitter sent me a translation of the Macquarie yeah. font. I got to be honest, this guy's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but I know he knows that, so it's okay. It has his name on it. It's literally his throne. That's so weird, man. What is happening, Colin? I'm scared. What is this show going to be? I don't, dude, do you because ask me? Using the title, not only, I mean, the Book of Boba Fett sounds amazing, like like you said, but the using the word book. The Book of John. The it's, Book of Abraham. It's very biblical. It's very of, mythical. It's very, like... 
like it's meaningful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, that's it, what it implies it there was knowledge to be learned. Yeah. Like, that's what it implies for me. And the the Christianity vibe of the Bible. Well, yeah, just it's wisdom. It's a it's wisdom. There's you know the book of Tao, the book of you remember how this, we were talking about how that. he's gonna be like the new teacher mentor. Yeah, mm. is he mentoring her now? Ooh, I don't know. Oh my god, the shipping, the oh. ship has sailed. It's gorgeous. It's yikes. And I'm so excited What's about the name? it. Benick. What is it? I forgot. Oh, I guess it could be Fennec. It's not. It's um. Oh, I can't remember. Bobanic? Huh? Bobanic? No. <laughs> Bobnik? I can't remember. How many? How many could there be? There's a million different ones. Like I, I was Fena? like, no. That's a good one though. Feta? I feel like Fen is <laughs> Feta. first. Fen. Fenet? Fenefet. I think it's Fenet. Fenefet. I think it's Fennet. That's a good one. I'm going to go with mine, though. Fennefet? Fennefet is awesome. <laughs> it's Fennet, I believe. Okay. Yes. Give it to me. It's time. Inject it into my veins. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I have to wait a whole year for this. Like, I can't stand it. Mm. I mean, celebration? Per- is there going to be a celebration next year? No. Ah, tough. But there, I think there is supposed to be a D23 in August. But I don't know that that's even going to happen. Dude, how we'll are we going to podcast? <laughs> we can't but here's the thing everybody's freaking out again because they're like oh my god the mandalorian is an anthology and the book of boba fett is the third season of the mandalorian but they did two seasons of the mandalorian if it was an anthology they wouldn't have done that never made seasons. sense to me i'm like no guys that's garbage i really next, don't think next, so next next well everybody's really worried i'm like don't don't worry that's not ah, dude. that can't be right because here's the thing. The show's called, oh, I guess, well. But well, he, here's I the thing, see. though. I know okay. I have said, but it's called The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, though. If you listen very carefully to what Kathleen Kennedy said at that presentation, she says she t- they do a whole thing on The Mandalorian, the show, like a reel and everything, and talk about how great it is, and we made you so much money with The Mandalorian. Um, yeah. Then they announce the two spinoff series, Ahsoka and the, and the Rangers one. Yeah. Then she starts talking about that and how there's they are set during the timeline of the Mandalorian. Then a picture from the Mandalorian series pops up behind her head. Then she says the next chapter will be coming Christmas 2021. She never says the Mandalorian season three. She never says anything about the Mandalorian. She just is talking about the spinoff, how they're going to have a crossover event with the three series, and the next chapter will be Christmas 2021. Well, when does the next season of Mandalorian come out? But see, that was the thing. I don't know. Because when they announced that, don't you remember me being real confused? I think we yeah, even talked about it. How I, I was like, so. wait a minute. If the Mandalorian is starting Christmas 2021, how is Ahsoka and the Rangers show not yeah if they're crossing over because they're not yeah it's not it's boba yeah, fett I think so. is christmas the other three <laughs> i don't know when but not christmas getting boba fett show on christmas oh my god <laughs> the taste <laughs> the savoriness i just all i know is i don't know what i did to deserve this 
But you seen walking around Galaxy's Edge. Oh my god. <laughs> you know he's probably gonna be signing like stuff at the next celebration, like Tamori Morrison. Oh my gosh. Tamora. He, he's Tamori, gonna get mobbed. We missed. We missed oh, our yeah, chance dude. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm wondering if is this gonna be a flashback show? Is it gonna be a ter- current timeline? Is it gonna be both? I'm always I wanting. Hope it's both. To, I'm always wanting to make this lost type of show. Maybe that's gonna be the lost type of show Ooh. where we see the bad place he was in, bef- you know, before. But now he's kind of. I I get a feeling like it's gonna be chaotic, good. Like they're a force for chaotic good. Okay. Okay. And if they're in love. So be it. <laughs> yeah, I ain't mad. <laughs> I ain't mad. I, I ain't mad. First of all, we haven't seen an older couple like that True. in love since true. Adama and That's Laura. true. Really? A power couple Ever? like that? It's very rare. It is rare. It's Dang. rare. Yeah, I guess you're right. So I am I am not gonna say I am I am so into it. Um the next thing I wanna know, my question is was the Mandoverse always the intent when they started this whole thing? Was that the goal? Like, if the Mandalorian Season 1 was a hit, were they always intending to do this Mandoverse thing? And is that why Season 2 seemed very bogged down with um, special you know, special guest stars? Because they knew they were spinning it off um, into these other shows. Like... I don't feel like Bo-Katan or Boba Fett felt um, unnatural. Like, it's it's no. the Mandalorian. Like, of course we want other Mandalorians in the show. Yeah. But, like, having Ahsoka in it still feels a little... It was too much. Was that necessary, you know? Yeah. And the whole Rangers thing, I really don't understand what that show's going to be, so I don't even know what to say about it. Ships. But... <laughs> That's all I got to say. battle. Yes, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was the goal all along or if they were, like, so excited about what they made, like, even before it came out, that they were like, you know what? Um, John Favreau made Iron Man. He is pretty well versed in this whole crossover situation. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, maybe it was his idea right all along. Maybe he's like... I want to do this whole Mandoverse thing mm-hmm. and we're going to have Boba Fett and we're going to have Ahsoka and we're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. To quote, um, Cobb Vanth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to ask you, do you remember when Solo came out and I thought I had the best idea in the whole world and I put in it, I didn't tell you what it was cause I didn't want to spoil anybody. And I wrote it on a paper and I put it in an envelope and I said, okay, if this happens, then you can open the envelope and I'm going to look like a frigging genius. Okay. Do you recall no, this at all? Not at all. Well, I had this idea that at the end of Solo the movie, they were it was going to end on tattooing. Okay. And it was going to end with Han and Chewie on Tatooine, like, getting ready to meet Jabba for the first time. Which they, they do, get... actually. That is uh, yeah. where they're on their way to. I mean, you were close. I was very close. But the point is... I was like, here's what's going to happen. The camera's going to pan, like, move away from them, and we're going to see a hooded figure in a brown robe. And it's going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he's going to be, like, Uh. doing something important. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) 
I didn't tell you because I didn't want to spoil anybody if it happened. Um, but I did. I do have that envelope. It's written down on a piece of paper. I will find it and show you. Okay. Um, and they were going to pan away and it was going to be like coming. Oh, Kenobi show. Christmas 2022. Well, at the time I was like Kenobi movie. Like remember oh. when they were doing the standalone movies? Yeah. That is what they just freaking did. But it's with TV. It's Boba Fett. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm a psychic in some sort of way, but not quite. Because that was awesome. Is this how you envisioned that happening? Um, Yeah, because I was like, they're going to do an MCU little thing. And it's going to be like with the the card at the end coming. Yeah. Or, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi will return or something like that. You know, (laughs) that's what they did. It's what they did. I mean, that's what they did. They did it a little with a little more finesse, though, I would say. Yeah, obviously. But yeah. The point was, it's it's the whole they're they're peppering Star Wars with some MCU, and maybe that's gonna work. We'll see. Yeah, they gotta know what to take from the MCU and what not to. That's the goal. Yeah. To balance it. Yep. I don't. I don't want a full in Marvelization of yeah. my Star Wars because I feel I don't like think people would like that. I feel like that's what Rise of Skywalker was, and I hated it. So. Mm. Nothing against the MCU. I like the MCU. I just, that's, it's separate. It's not the same thing. For sure. All right. I think that's all. You don't want to talk about this last thing? We already did. It was just what I feel like the next season is going to be. um, Is reestablishing Mandalore the endgame? Oh, I do. uh, Yeah, actually. um, I think that weird thing about her not, did I already talk about this? About her not taking the Darksabers because, yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, Because she... Sabine didn't win in battle, so that's why it was okay for her to take it. Right. I think. Um, and I also want to mention that we, I did bring up during the Eris that Din and Bo-Katan were going to end up co-ruling Mandalore. This is Angol. I still think that would be really, really cool. But again? If they will let him live. I mean, I hope he isn't the ruler. Just by himself? I beg. I beg that that's not what happens. Worst case scenario, they're going to kill off Bo-Katan and he's going to be the man. I think Din might die, bro. I'm I'm hooking to this. Jackson and I have this theory, bro. I think he's going to die, too. Or my too. friend and I. I he, either he's going to die or she's going to die and he's going to be the new Mandalore. And I don't, I don't like... Die, though. I don't like either of those options, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, so... Nah. I want them ruling together. Maybe this is the only case I don't want the main character to die. <laughs> It's... It'll be bad if they kill him off. It really will. Yeah. Children will be very, very upset. Yeah. And it's just not... Also marketing. Also just stop killing people. <laughs> okay. Star Wars. Well, you... Okay, stop killing the wrong people. Yeah. There's not enough killing. Oh my gosh. In my opinion. Get out of here. But they're killing the wrong people. That's all I'm saying. True. For my, In my opinion. But, I guess I, I can agree with that to some extent. Yeah. But. I think I, we're good. But no one's listening at this point. Three, three hours them, and 15 minutes. <laughs> I want them co-ruling on Mandalore. That's the end game. Okay, okay. In my opinion. Yes. With baby Yoda, like little baby Jesus sitting on her lap with his arms out. <laughs> I guarantee we're going to get like, <laughs> like a, a swaddling painting. or something. A swaddling. <laughs> or like uh, something. All right. Well, that's season two of The Mandalorian. Yeah. 
I enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah, man. I mean, a lot at of least like stuff. 92%. Yeah. I would say so too. Yeah. It's it was very I would say like 88%. Enjoyable. It was highly enjoyable for me. Yeah. So Rank first second season. Yeah, huh? dude, that's the last thing we're doing. Rank first season to second season. Which Rank? is better? Which is better? Oh. Oh jeez, they're so different. I know. Like if you only could watch one season over and over and you can never see the other one, which one would you choose to keep? This is really hard because this season has Bo-Katan and Boba Fett in it. Oh, I can't pick. You can't make me. <laughs> okay. You did win bingo, by the way. Let's just say that. Yeah. Colin beat me. I did. Although his squares were really uh He dies, vague. he dies, he lives, yeah, he dies. Yeah, it was all, this person dies, that person lives, this person dies, this that person lives. This is where I live in my headspace. Everybody <laughs> dies. Okay, anyway. Um, I mean, I would say I like... Uh, the first season. Yeah, I think most people would say that. Yeah. I'm just Lots weird. of good things about the second season. I w- if I could take the good things and put it in the first season, then it would be packed. Like. I mean, like I said, I got Bo-Katan back. I got Boba Fett back. For okay. 38 okay. years. Yeah, 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 And I got to see Tython. Uh, true. Okay, okay. Best episodes of the season. Choose three. You can only choose three. Oh my three. god, I don't... Oh, you know I'm bad at remembering Well, if you can't remember happened. the names, just remember, like, the things that happened in them. Well, the heiress is definitely very high on my list. For sure. Might be my favorite. Mm. Um, okay. I don't know. Like, my least favorite? You want me to... No. Top three. Oh, top three. The heiress, for sure. Um... Which one was when the tragedy? When Yoda's taken? Yeah. Yeah. The tragedy is probably up there. Um, I'm forgetting, like, what else happened. Spider one? Oh, right. Frog lady. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that one was right before the heiress, right? Yeah, the passenger. The passenger. Probably those three are my favorites. Yeah, I'd say, I would say, I would actually say, this is hard. I would say, I would say, uh, the spider one, or the passenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I liked this one a lot. What's this one called again? The... Rescue. The rescue. And then, probably the tragedy as well. Okay. Okay. What's your least favorite? Um, it would either be the siege or. Oh yeah, that's definitely my least favorite. Or the, I totally forgot or about this that last one, one with Bill Burr. Oh really? Even though, like again, I was very split on that one. There were some, like some of my favorite things yeah, I've man. ever seen. I mean, but it outnumbered. It might be outnumbered just but simply by the other ones. The chase got me down. Right. In that, and um, both of those, <laughs> both those episodes actually, the chase scenes were what I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel you. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. If you want to find us on social media. Oh yeah. Did we do that last time? I think we did. Um, okay. I don't think. We went out of. We are at Unknown Reach Pod. My personal handle is at Frey Adjacent. 
We have an email, unknownregionspod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick, and we are both on Facebook. Yeah. We will be back at some point in the very near future with our state of the force first anniversary um like review slash update (laughs) yeah on where we think the force is after this year of content what we think about all the new content that's come out this last year in general yep where we maybe have our feelings about what's coming just stuff like that that sounds good um and then after that I think the plan is it's time to start our Star Wars slash Lost. Have you been being like pounded by people to like get on that? Pounded? No. Has anyone been saying anything? Um, a couple people I haven't been hounding me, but they're like super stoked for it. Like, nice. They're into it. Okay. So I think that's gonna be really fun when we start that. Okay. Um, but that's like we'll probably take a break after our anniversary show and then start up with some lost goodness yeah that's good well, you're gonna have to watch okay. lost again and you're gonna oh sad i mean yeah have to what, watch my how, favorite show of all time again how Darn. unfortunate you too though i don't want to yeah, be the one like talking i just to a watched wall. it okay yeah yeah but you need to review like some of those you haven't seen in probably years uh maybe a few of oh, them christmas but... eve is coming you know what that means what? the constant we always watch the constant oh. on christmas eve <laughs> okay Okay. No spoilers, but mm. it's a Christmas episode of Lost that is one of the better. <laughs> Did it come out on Christmas? Um, it was like right around Christmas time, hey. I think. Yeah. Like but right. it is. It takes place on Christmas Eve in the show, so it's. Yeah, that episode's bomb. That's really, your favorite one, right? It's not my favorite, but it's up there. What's your favorite one? Oh, oh. Um, Talk about. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the finale. Well, how are you gonna? Concept. How exactly are we gonna do this series? I don't know. We'll have because... a, we'll have a meeting about it off the mic. Okay. <laughs> and talk about it. Okay. Everyone have a lovely holiday season. Ah, yeah, indeed. Um, be safe. Be well. Yeah. Be alone on Christmas if you have to to stay safe yes. and be well. <laughs> indeed, there and will be many more Christmases, and there will be many more Christmases, and or hopefully holidays. we'll all be getting this vaccine. Yeah. in our stockings, maybe not so fast, but soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Colin. Yo. See you around, kid. Peace. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.